Uh, let's see those jazz hands. Come My jazz on. hands are wore out. Yeah, come on. There you go, Andrew from We Run. Ah, Walter, there he goes, Walter. This is why we do jazz hands to get you riled up. Okay, we are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. Um, it, you know, you're really, really going to need your big girl panties. Hopefully, you listen to your mom and your big girl panties are clean. You wash them. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like some people out there really want to get at us. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but my mother always said, oh, you got to make sure you have clean underwear. You never know. You could be in an accident. Anything could happen. People will see your underwear. Yeah, I don't right know, that, that always freaked me out, you know. I was like, what? People are going to see my underwear? <laughs> yes, it could happen. It could happen. So anyway, we are live. <laughs> Welcome back. To They're just the going to cut them off with a pair of pliers. I mean, a pair of scissors. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any difference. Yeah. 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 But you don't want to to be on the wall of shame of the oh, dirty oh, underwear because I'm sure, nowadays those guys have cameras. They'll take pictures. <laughs> as long as you got guys underwear on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It depends. Depends on what you're looking for. Or so, yeah. Depends, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. It depends. I get it, Walter. This is episode 343 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios, our new studios. Uh, deeper, We are deeper up in Gainesville right now. So for anyone out there, if I wonder if there are people out there who listen to us that are in Gainesville. Uh, I bet there are. Yeah, if you do, let us know. And uh, of course, you, you guys can always stop by the studio here. It's kind of messy right now because we're getting organized, but you can always stop by. Um, it's episode 343, and it's called Courts Say Gun Makers Can Be Sued for Marketing. WTF over, as Walter well, usually says. I went this says. route before, though. That's the thing that gets me about this. That's yeah. all been hashed out before. Yeah, there's uh, laws against it already. Yeah. I think there was something in 2015, I mean 2005, that went against it, but right. the courts I was reading just narrowly ruled like 4-3, the Connecticut Supreme Court for it. Yeah. But here's the thing. They're they're not the laws, I guess, did not cover marketing. So they're going after Remington because of their marketing that they well, how did. are they marketing that makes you do weird shit? Yeah. Um, unless, well, so so this is all about Sandy Hook. Right. So unless Remington said, hey, get an AR-15 so you could be a school shooter. They can't they can't come after them for marketing or anything. Yeah, like where that. are they coming from on this? Yeah. Um, because if they could go after companies for marketing, then I could sue McDonald's making me fat. Right? Yeah, or we could get sued for doing reviews. I was yeah. thinking about that too. Yeah, all like, of that, all of that could happen. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, I was reading about it today. Pretty crazy. I mean, the spin that they're putting on it is that the AR-15 is like super uh, deadly, and they're promoting this deadly product into the hands of people that shouldn't even have it. And it kind of doesn't make sense how Remington would be responsible for that. So technically, I think it was the Bushmaster AR-15 that was used. Right. That the guy had. I Yeah, which is owned by Remington. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, Remington, the, the Remington group uh, filed for bankruptcy. Was that a couple of weeks? They, they've been filing for bankruptcy. But um, I know I was looking at something that they're about to lay off like 200 people. There's all kinds of stuff going on because... They're, they're getting geared up for what's coming at them. But yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Who else can we sue because of things we do? Did you all hear about that uh, that new presidential candidate? I think his name was like Andrew Yang. That yeah. uh, that he was he was actually saying that each gun company should be sued for like a million dollars for every time someone gets hurt with their product or something like that. 
I yeah. think Col- Coleon DeWar had like posted it or yeah, something. Yeah, he's yesterday. a dumbass. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, we, pretty crazy. We, I think we can safely say that guy's a dumbass. Yeah, I had never heard of him until yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah, he's a dumbass. <laughs> There's gonna be lots of dumbasses running for the White House, by the way. So we're gonna we're gonna get into this. We'll get into we'll talk about um, you know what's going on in Connecticut with the Connecticut uh, court and what nonsense they're allowing. Um, we'll get into there's there's so many other things going on here. Republicans. Speaking of running for um, office, Republicans led by Mitt Romney, not led by Mitt Romney, but Mitt Romney definitely didn't vote for the border funding. And then there's a whole bunch of Republicans in the Senate. So they voted it down, but not by enough that when they send it up to Trump that he can't veto it. So he's going to veto it. But this is the first time in, in history, I guess, that they've decided to not give a president the funding that he needs. Ironically enough... The borders have a terrible situation going on with 75,000 people crossing every month. But I guess Republicans in America don't think that's a big deal. Right? Yeah, because there, there's no different. Well, I won't say that because they all are Democrats with an R next to their name. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, lots of craziness going on here that we're going to get through. I want to shout out everyone that's joining us. Um, of course, we've got Andrew from We Run Guns. There you go, a, a fellow Floridian, and um, there you. Of course, that's a Barrett behind him. Very nice. Yep, that is. Yeah, nice, nice, nicely perched on the uh, kitchen countertop there. For sure. Nice. I'm digging your cabinets, by the way. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. I'm actually moving right now. I was like oh. actually packing boxes today. Oh, really? You're moving? Today. Okay. Yeah, man. So I was like doing boxes all day. Check this out. I decided to use pink tape on all my boxes, hoping like any moving guys or like me going through like moving stuff, you're not going to be suspicious of any okay. like gun or manly stuff. So <laughs> because of pink tape. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that works. All right. <laughs> uh, let us know how that works out for you because now everyone knows about your pink tape. Yeah. Well, I guess you guys do. Right. But the yeah. moving guys company, I don't think hopefully they're not watching. Those moving guys can be they could be watching this. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll find out what happens. So what's up with the move? Uh, do, are you, You're still in school, right? Or did you finish? Yeah. Up? No, I'm still in school. I, I literally I'll probably start working in 2021, to, to be honest, because I graduate at the end of 2020 in December. So still still work is still uh, in school. I'm in the hospital like three days a week now, two, three days okay. a week now. Yeah, I hope so. America is here in 2021, man. I don't know. Right now, it's kind of slim odds. I mean, that's kind of what I'm betting. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it would be nice if it's here in 2021, but who knows, man, the way things are looking. So we've got Andrew here from We Run Guns. Uh, we're going to be talking with him. Look at this. Look at that handsome hunk of man meat right there. Oh, me? Keller. Oh, <laughs> rocking! You're rocking the uh, Gearhead words. Yeah, tonight words, I said give your hair words a little bit oh, of love. Excuse yeah. moi. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, nice. I, Did you just get that hat? No, no, I've had it for a while. Oh, cool. Very nice. Just, Very nice. It's just one of the ones in the rotation I pull out every once in a while. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Walter's got some. Andrew's got guns. Walter's got guns. I don't. I don't really have any other than the guns I have on me. I didn't really bring anything in today because I had to switch out the uh, Suburban that I was driving to, oh. get, to get back my car. Back and to ghetto. Back to ghetto. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want to be, well, I didn't want to be over the the the, uh, the body shop, like taking a bunch of guns out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting those people all up in my business. 
So um, I, I really I didn't come in with anything, but you know we're gonna. We'll, Walter's got guns. Andrew's got guns. Yeah, don't yeah, get sure got a few. Don't get in the way, man. We'll be talking about guns. Put a whoop ass on all y'all. Yeah, with it. mighty. Uh, what ass. Am I? It's you. Ah, it's an AK. What AK is that? An Arsenal. This is the Arsenal Sam Seven SF. Oh boy, man. I can smell yeah. it from here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of modernized it. Got a few things on. I'll show you guys in a bit. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, flopping garbage wants to know if there's an update with uh, Neckbone. We would have to find out from Babyface P. He's not coming on tonight, you know. But um, he posted we'll a picture on um, on Instagram. Nutbone okay. looks like he's back to his old self. Is he running around? Well, I mean, just a picture. He wasn't moving real fast. Anything. In the picture? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's going to be moving too fast for a little while here. Yeah. A little while. So uh, let me let me just go through here and try to shout out everyone. Archangels here, Christopher Williams. Uh, DCG44s. Let's see who else we got. Uh, Boss Hog. I've got to put my phone on uh, silent. Boss Hog is here. Um, by the way, if you guys are not subscribed to the Hank Strange situation, get up on it. Yeah, subscribe now. Subscribe. <laughs> and then, you know, somewhere down there, you got to, you know, hit the bell to be notified. Um, and uh, of course, make sure you subscribe. To we run guns on YouTube, please. Yeah. For sure. I'll probably yeah. be doing actually a giveaway soon because I'm about to hit uh, 10,000. Oh. Yeah, oh, about yeah. to hit 10,000 subs. So I was going to probably do something soon. I was going to ask you guys if you guys have any ideas or anything I could uh, do. Sure. Give away that Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any YouTubers you know that shoot guns and have mohawks and are like mixed black and Indian dudes, I think you should. <laughs> Stop your begging. Stop your begging. <laughs> so, so, okay, that's a good question. Walter, do you have ideas? <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I don't have a good follow-up to that. Yeah. So, right at um, the moment. So, yeah. Well, I do, I do have plenty of gear, so I'll probably be like giving away some of that stuff. Okay. You know, I, okay. You know, I get things all the time, things I review. I literally yeah. have like a box of just holsters, like a huge box that I have right now. So and obviously I don't use that many holsters. So right, okay, there's some holsters, flashlights. Yeah, give away a couple of holsters. Yeah, why not? Of course, speaking of holster, holsters, excuse me. Shout out to Harry's holsters right there. Um, I don't know if you have any Harry's holsters, but you should, Andrew. Yeah, should. not yet, not yet. Yeah, you need to get up on that. And if you guys use the code Hank Strange at Harry's holsters, it gets you ten percent off everything except like what what they have in clearance. Um, so you guys can go check out Harry's holsters, get you a holster. If, if you're in the market, if you're looking for something, uh, that's what I carry. That's what Babyface carries. Uh, Walter doesn't believe in holsters, but we're going to make him we carry go commando one. with the guns. Yeah. 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 He goes commando. Yeah. He just puts the guns in his pocket right next to his junk. No control. Yeah. 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 You know, um, and, and he hopes his don't, his junk doesn't shoot the guns. <laughs> yeah. Do you keep a rod in his chamber? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a, that's a okay. Man. We're we're talking about a, a Keltec P thirty two. Well, that, that's a long trigger pull. Take, Eddie, you you got to use a tow truck to pull the trigger. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Can't argue that one. I mean, I ain't gonna carry no three pound trigger thing sitting in like no. No, not next to the junk where you put your, you put your big ham hocks in your pocket <laughs> and kaboom. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah, definitely gotta be careful with that. Yeah, I, we're we're gonna get Walter up on some holsters. Yeah, I'm slow, you know. Yeah, but you're you're still figuring out uh, what is it that you have now, Walter? Is it a P365 or a shield? Is it a shield, right? 
Oh, I, I do have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get you. Uh, we got to get you yeah, a holster right for here. that shield. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do that's... you like it? Are you, are you comfortable? I got to shoot it some more. I mean, I okay. shot it, but I got to shoot it more. Okay. It's, it's small enough. I have to say that, you know, I mean, yeah. Just have to, yeah. you know. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll work on that. Let me continue yeah. with the shout outs here. Boss Hog, Gun Doctor TV, shout out to him. Let's see who else we got. Flopping Garbage, Ridge Runner. Um, let's see who else we got in here. Uh, I'm sh- I guarantee you I'm missing people. Steve, Dave, Armament and Axes, Wolf Wind Prepper. Wolf Wind Prepper says freedom, freedom of speech? Question mark. What is that? I don't think we, I don't, we're losing that. Uh, Imposter, Lewis1911, Vanessa Kitty, Henry42, Randy Peacock, also out there. Let's see. Jay Loafers is out there. Shout out to him. MC1SC, a.k.a. Mika, is, is here. The Juice is also here. Um, just checking. I, uh, let's see. The Pants, Mr. Nick. Uh, let's see who else we get. He, oh, okay, Mr. Nick wants to know what's a decent polymer lower 80 percent polymer lower um 80 percent polymer lower uh, other than than polymer 80 uh, there's a couple of them out there i think um yeah i've never had an experience with them but yeah, yeah i've never you, been adventurous enough to build an 80 okay um i i know this polymer 80 they have they've been doing it for a while there's several companies out there i'm sure the folks here will hit you um no, that's 80 percent, 80 percent, 80 percent. Yeah. There's a bunch of them that are that are completed. You know, I like the ones that have inserts. Walter just got one from a company that has uh, that doesn't do the insert thing. Right, Walt? Right. That's from FMK. FMK. OK. Yeah, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring that out there with us when we go out there this weekend. Yeah. So let's see what else we who else we've got going on here. Hill Climb Ohio is here as well. Dream Weaver Man. Let's see, Simpson Road, Larry, Hillbilly, Nitro, Care Bear on the Holiday Road, CB, Drucifer, also out there, Midnight Range TM. Let's see who else, uh, Turbo 99 Miata. Um, where was Turbo 99 Miata yesterday when we were talking about cars? Turbo 99. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to talk about cars again tonight. Okay, Walter, I know you're into cars. Andrew, are you into cars? I drive a Honda Civic, man. <laughs> I put most of my money into guns, to yeah. be honest. Listen, uh, first of all, there's nothing wrong with a Honda Civic, okay? I'm, I'm proud of my Civic, man. Yeah. I've, I had a 1992 Honda Civic. What kind of Civic do you have? It's a 2012. 2012. Look at you in the highfalutin technology. <laughs> for sure, yeah. for sure. I just missed the Bluetooth by one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't, I don't think a, a 92, the, the one I had, the 92 Honda Civic didn't have anything. The, the technology in there was the radio. <laughs> yeah. Cassette layer. But those babies run, man. You still see like older Civics. I think they're like some of the, the cars that last the longest on the road. So you'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cheap. They're um, they're relatively easy to fix and all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually, I um, I actually had the uh, what is it called the, you know the matte black paint job that you can do at at Mako. Yeah. You know oh, how Mako does that thing like ninety nine dollars paint job. So I had them do the matte black. Okay. Nice man. Yeah, and it was it was cool. I put some rims on there. That was in my rims period. You know, when, when you didn't have it dumped yeah. out, did you? No. no, 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 
it was tinted. It had it was matte black. Put some rims on it. <laughs> you know, I think I upgraded the stereo. It's not you can't do that much. I did not change the um, the muffler or anything like that because that drives me crazy when I see. And I hope you didn't do this, Andrew. There's dudes right. rock rocking Civics, and then they put these real loud ass mufflers on there. Yeah, yeah. That makes you think it's all sporty now and fast. Yeah, no, not a fan of that. Yeah, so, um, but but Civics are good cars. Civics yeah, just getting my bearing in is actually a pain in the ass, to be honest. Like, because I literally have to, like, put the seats down in the front and just to fit it in there, I had to, like, put it, like, sideways. It's it's I'm not sorry, ideal. The Civic was not meant for uh, a Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I learned that. I mean, the Barrett costs more than the Civic. <laughs> it literally costs, like, double. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, get you a nice Hummer, Okay. Get a nice Hummer, or you can even go like Walter's route and get you a nice Humvee, right, Walt? You can get it like a used Humvee and yeah, a military a one. But yeah, they're not, they're not. Yeah, there's plenty of room for Barrett in there, but yeah, I don't know if you're going to be able to park that when you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. They're not for everyone. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, and uh, you know, gas money. You better make sure. Better make sure you're prepared for gas money. Uh, you can convert. You can convert a Humvee to. Uh, can you convert that to run on probably natural gas and stuff like that, right? You probably could. Uh, I guess. I, I don't know why you'd want to mess with it, but yeah, I guess you probably uh, could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's one of those well enough alone things, you know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, those words don't... <laughs> I, don't I know, you don't, you don't understand that, do you? Of leaving well enough alone. No, 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 no. Friend day, huh? No. No, <laughs> Yeah. It does not compute in my brain. <laughs> yeah. No idea how to do it, but let's 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 make yeah. it natural gas. Just get a kit. It's just a kit. Yeah, just a kit. Yeah. Just slap it in there. It should be plug and play. <laughs> yeah, you know, put a kit in there. There's probably um, something somewhere. Yes. Yes, I think so. Well, this there used to be companies. I don't know if those companies are still out there doing conversions and stuff like that. So I um, I, I would just go with a better diesel myself. To be honest. With you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, what back. about what's that system? What's that system that some of the military vehicles have that they can run anything? You could put motor oil in. Well, that's the multi-fuel diesels, but those are on the big trucks. They're not the small ones. You can't put that on a Humvee. No, the military doesn't even use those anymore. No. Okay. Yeah, they want straight aviation fuel now, or the uh, the uh, the aircraft grade. Uh, really? Yeah, JP one or JP's. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it'll they, burn. It'll burn any kind of. Those diesel. out there, right? Because guys are getting those to be apocalyptic. No, the multi fuel. I used to have a multi fuel. Okay. Yeah, you can burn. You can burn a mixture of diesel, and you can use used motor oil, used trans. Anything that's, any kind of oil or liquid that's flammable, it'll go in it. In a yeah. multi fuel. How did it run? Uh, I never got a chance to run mine with the used um, uh, motor oil, but I know guys that do, and they say it runs better with it. Really? Because it lubricates the engine better. Huh. Because the new diesels take they take in all the sulfur out of it, uh, so it's it's cleaner, but it's not necessarily better for the the engine. So. For the engine, yeah, like yeah. a lot of stuff out there. Okay, yeah. interesting. But we, yeah, those those, mm -hmm. those guys that there's guys that almost run straight used motor oil in the in their trucks. So, yeah. hmm. Okay, I know my uh, my brother Anonymous is always very interested in that. He always told me, "Oh, you need to get one of those vehicles, then you're completely <laughs> ready for the apocalypse." Yeah. You you won't get away very fast, though. I can say yeah, that. yeah. Um, unless you can pee into that thing and run it off of your pee, I don't know because <laughs> I'm not gonna be you know. But I guess you could scavenge around 
in the apocalypse and get other people's more. All, all I need is a freaking hammer and a nice, uh, like, uh, pick type chisel, uh-huh. and I can find all kinds of gas tanks. Boom! Yep. Yeah, there's my gas. If you think about it, like every time you stop to do that, you're running the risk that the zombies could come get you. Ah, zombies now, huh? Why? 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 When you jump out of your vehicle. And then you're trying to jack someone for their motor oil or whatever. <laughs> they're gonna get. They're gonna run into a belt-fed machine gun. So <laughs> because at that point there ain't no uh, law. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, nobody's worried about ATF at that point. You're thinking ahead, Walter. <laughs> hey, speaking yeah. of that, have you guys heard the Venezuela finally got their lights back today. It was like seven days of without lights, Ooh. without power at all. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah just, bad. Can you imagine if that happened here? What happened seven days without that. power? We do that in Florida all the time, Andrew. Man, I know with the hurricanes and little things, but like a complete blackout. Um, that would be, it, that's apocalyptic, actually. I mean, I think for, it, it, it in all be. of America, it would be. It it happens in places a in a couple nights without any power and some people would be freaking, they'd, they'd go wacko. But it happens in America. It's happened in Florida. It happens. I've, I've been yeah. in uh, New York and it's happened. Uh, it's happened. Not the whole country. Yeah, they had the whole country situation going on. Yeah, the whole country would be rough. Like even when I lived in New Jersey, and I'm sure lots of places out there in wintertime, I was talking to someone from, uh, oh, you know what? I was talking to one of the guys from, um, Ac- is it Accutech AKs, Walter? Or Accutech Arm? The guys that make that, um, they make that AK upper. Okay. That we saw at Chacho. And I think they're in Colorado, and Colorado's getting like snow bomb or something. Did you guys hear about that? They just had a bad, they had a bad storm come through. Yeah, and that's what they were worried about that they were going to lose electricity. Now the whole country without electricity. Um, here's where what will really cause the apocalypse when no one can get on social media for a week. <laughs> okay. It's either going to cure us all or it's going to destroy everyone. Because like with, with yesterday when uh, Facebook and Instagram were down, man, there's people out there just losing their minds. Well, yeah, well, because it usually doesn't happen. Yeah, I was happy. I had a, a perfect excuse to not post anything <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram. I knew I knew eventually it'd come back. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm always interested in what really happened. Um, I they, think they, they said it wasn't a denial of service, like it wasn't hacked. No, no they're, they're claiming it was hacked. Oh, uh, really? No, yeah, okay. it, it, I, go ahead. I mean, that's, that's what I saw today. I saw that they actually claimed that, and the United States was in on it. China actually went today and publicly announced that they suspect it was hacked, huh? Because I so, was reading that they said it was a server thing. Okay, someone's gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I had seen it. Look, someone's gonna have to look that up for me while we're here talking and see. See what you um, see what you come up with because uh, I don't know that I saw somewhere it was just something with their, they did something with their servers and that's why like both of them were down at the same time but you know it could be anything all right let me try to go through this really quickly uh, twenty two cheapsters out there uh, who else we got Greg ninety eight k a Pixamite I don't know if I already said those people but we'll get them twice we'll get them uh, Y N H tacos and French fries. Uh, Ashley at Gunstreamer, shout out to Ashley at yeah. the Gunstreamers. We're on Gunstreamer. Now, let me ask you this. We run guns. Are you on Gunstreamer yet? Yes, I am. Awesome. You catch me on Gunstreamer. Sweet. Very good, man. Uh, and yeah. and you've, you've got it set up so they automatically pull your stuff over? Yep. It's a, it's a really good process. I don't know why more YouTubers don't use it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, from what I hear, there are lots... Um, of of uh, there's lots more people coming on board with Gunstreamer, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, they um, should. There's no reason not to. 
Yeah. They, 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 the thing out, they picked up Browning. Did they? Yeah. They picked up Browning? Yeah. Oh, I nice. think I saw an email about that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I think uh, uh, someone check this for me. Ashley could tell us. But I thought that we, uh, Forgotten Weapons went over there. Ashley, if you're out there and you can hear my beautiful voice, how you doing, first of all? What's up, Ashley? Um, let us know what cool new folks have come over to Gunstreamer. But I think there's there's um, several people going over there. So, you know, we're, we're leading the way, Walter. Not that I was the first person to go. Oh, there, yeah. I well, I mean, I got to post some more stuff. But I, bet I haven't. I haven't been I haven't been doing it on YouTube either, but I got to post. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? There's a bunch of videos I pulled off of YouTube before that really um they're not on youtube and i don't know they might be on some other places um they might be on full 30 or something but i'm but i've got to i'm going to put those videos over there because they weren't there for gun streamer to just automatically pull them over but all my banned youtube videos i'm going to put over there put it in a special uh its own playlist and everything like that so if people have noticed that there's videos that have gone missing from youtube it's because YouTube pulled the monetization. They don't, you know, they don't want those videos there. And Did you guys get hit last week on like Thursday, Friday? Uh, because I've been, I know get, I've been getting YouTube. hit for the last couple of weeks. I don't know specifically, but, you know, it was really crazy last week. Did you get hit? Yeah, I did. But I know of a lot of big YouTubers that did. Uh, Hootie Who is one that he reached out to me. Uh, okay. the, the AK guy. Okay. He got he got hit pretty bad last week too. Like literally, like seventy five percent of their videos suddenly got demonetized. Yeah, and uh, it must have been a change in the algorithm. Actually, I did a vid on it, man. I think YouTube changed their policies on firearms related content. I don't know if yeah. you've noticed or you've checked that out. Right. But yeah. they they have examples now, and they also tell you what you are allowed to monetize. Mm hmm. Which is, yeah. but the problem is they're not actually following through with it. Yeah, there's a lot of things coming. The, the all of this stuff is coming at us. If you look at that interview. The uh, the show that Joe Rogan did with um, the second one that he did with the people from Is it with Twitter? Twitter, yeah, yeah, with Jack, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you could see how those people are getting ready to come for us. They're not going to mess with liberals. They haven't, and they won't. And they had all kinds of excuses, but they had long lists of why they did things to folks like us. So I think every, you know, we just need to get ready for that. Just like anything else, just be ready. So. Um, Ashley says there's been a lot of, there's been a bunch of, um, channels that came in. Oh no. She said there's been a lot of hits on channels last week. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last week specifically, I think they, they must've changed the algorithm or something happened, but everyone yeah. got hit at the same time. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's unfortunate, but you know, it's, it's coming. It's coming as you all know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, Chicken Little saying the sky's falling because I've been telling people for a long time this stuff's coming, but nobody, you know, so. It's just crazy that their policies specifically say you can monetize this, this and this. Like as long as you're not manufacturing something, as long as you're not manufacturing a magazine or a firearm or whatever. It's only a few things like rules that they have for monetization for firearms. Most people are like 99 percent good to go. But for some reason, it's still, I think, discretion at whoever is manually reviewing you. Yeah, but I also don't want them telling me what the hell, you know, I can do. If I'm doing what's legal, stay the hell out of my business. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. But even within their restrictions, they're still not even following that. And and there's no way that that's going to be the end of their restrictions. They're going to add as time goes on. They're going to add more and they're going to add more and they're going to add more until the weight is so heavy on you. And on top of that, look, if you're doing gun stuff. They're already making it difficult for people to find your content. 
you know, they're, they've already, they've been reducing monetization and all that kind of stuff. It's all, all of this stuff is coming. It's going to happen. What we all need to do is be prepared for it. Start working with each other. Everyone can't play the same role here. So we need folks like Gunstreamer, but we also need content creators. Uh, we need the audience as well to come over. We need manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. Uh, you know, we need, we need everyone getting on the same page here. So that's can, I, can I show them how to thread a barrel? Ooh, <laughs> you can on Gunstreamer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, to, how to use a lathe? Ooh. Yeah, you and I can't do any. We can't show people. Walter, you took apart a gun. <laughs> Remember that? You just like that. What was the those um those handguns that you had the oh, other day? The, yeah, the the Makarov and the and the PA sixty three. Yeah, they didn't want you. Just the fact that you took that thing apart. Nope. Oh, can't show people bad how to oh, take, take on a bad yeah. juju. Yeah. Yeah. So Screaming Skull Saloon says, join the gun owners of America today. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Gun owners and other sure. people are out there. I'm a uh, life member. Things. Oh, cool. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So let's see here. Let's let's get into this. What do we want to talk about? What do you guys want to talk, talk about? about? Small barrel? Yeah. So let's so what's going on here? Well, no, I just took a I took a regular Sten barrel and I cut it off and I threaded the end of it on the lathe. Um so it for those who don't know how a stem barrel works, it sits in this trunnion right there, and then you just put the. Am I showing them how to do gun stuff now? We're gonna get banned. Uh, um, hear that ratchet? Oh, I love that ratchet. Man. Oh yeah, you're actually not supposed to drag it over. You're supposed to pull it up and then at the very end tighten up on it. But oh okay. But yeah, now inside there we got that short and little cutoff barrel. Because we got this nice can from Liberty Suppressors. Oh boy! One of the uh, Centurion nine millimeters. Oh boy! And I did this modification just so I could put that nice little can on there. Oh, that's so awesome! On there, so for this weekend, Saturday, be more specific, or specific, I should say. We'll say specific. I have hard time with some of those words. Yeah, I, I believe it's specific. Yeah, we're gonna go out and bust some. We're gonna bust some caps. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool, man. Clean. Yeah. Now you should have painted that the same green as everything else. I think. Yeah. No. 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 You got to break it up, man. That you, yeah. that way they know it's a can. You got it on the end, right? Yeah. If okay. I painted green, right. it just looked like the rest of the burl. Yeah. Understood. Understood. It looks good, though. It looks good. Yeah. So that's a machine that. gun, right? Oh yeah, that's a post sample. Yeah. All right. So we're going to make some nice bang bangs over there for anyone who's interested. We're not having like a public event. We're doing a private event with Liberty suppressors on Saturday. Uh, we're going to make some videos and things like that. So, um, you know, we're, uh, in the future sometime, I'm going to set up something where we can do some, uh, yeah, we need to have a gathering where we just gather and shoot yeah. guns and maybe, uh, yeah. cook some pulled, eat some pulled pork. Um, no, no <laughs> negative on that, but you know, yes, we, we, yeah, you can eat pulled whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah we, we, that? We'll do that. huh? Go, go ahead, man. No, what are you going to say? I want to ask you guys, like, one thing I've been thinking about lately is like how to, I guess, keep firearms from getting rusted over long periods of time, how to kind of take care of them for like long-term use. Or like long-term storage do you guys have any recommendations or what do you guys like to do for that hmm. because recently i saw something from uh, iraq veteran 88 88 and basically they were recommending this lps3 yeah i don't mm -hmm. know if you guys ever heard of it or used it before no uh, i i've used it it's just another type of uh you know 
a lubricant, spray lubricant, rust inhibitor. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, guess, I, mean, I sprayed it literally on my I, whole collection. Guess, yeah, I guess it all depends on um, on where you store them and how often do you touch them. I don't even have too much problems with rust. Only when I forget to clean something, like I shot corrosive ammo in it or something. But. Yeah, I think it, and it has a lot to do with where you're storing it. Now, I think that um, Eric and, and Chad know a lot about guns and all that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, we, we, can, we can probably say their advice is good advice, although I don't know anything about that. I think if you where you're storing things is very important. Yeah. If you're storing it in your house, your house is air conditioned, stuff like that, you're usually good. Um, or, or even in your safe, because it's closed a lot, it might not be, um, as, as, uh, as moisture free as the rest of the house, but there's always things you could put in your safe and get rid of the moisture. That's mostly what's going to cost the rusting, right? Yeah. yeah. That, and you know, and like I said, if you're a ruster, you know, if you touch things and you make yeah. it rust, you right. definitely want to make sure you put some oil on or something. I don't have that problem. Cause I think I sweat rust. I mean, I sweat oil. <laughs> but um, from all that, from both of the above, all of the above, all of the yeah. above. All no, I don't sweat rust. No, uh, sure. Uh, you, okay, <laughs> sweat rust. That'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's hard to. I think storage is a big thing because some people, I've seen guns that have been stored in you know all these gun socks and all this stuff, and they rust inside there because the gun socks are retain the right. moisture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I've, I've seen that. Or like foam, like certain types of like foam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you keep your, your gun like in a, one of those boxes that it came with, with the foam. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. some people can rust. Or sometimes in a holster, like leather holsters have a tendency to cause guns to rust too. From, oh, really? I didn't know from the that. treatment of the, the, from the leather treatment. Um, yeah. Over a long period of time. So mm-hmm. that's just something to keep in mind, you know, and as far uh, as shooting your guns often helps keeping them. Yeah, that you know, touching them and using them. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a help. Yeah, shoot them up. Get lots of carbon all over them. <laughs> the carbon <laughs> is built into protection. Yeah. Um, Vanessa Kitty says the buckets of de- get desiccant are good. Like you can get it uh, like at Home Depot or Lowe's. I've got one of those in one of my saves. I need to get a fresh one. Eventually, it just it absorbs the moisture, and you can see it's like a. I guess you'd call it water inside of it, and you throw it out and get another one. So, oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Or there's some that there's some that's like a bunch of beads and you put in this uh, you put it in this little box that you could plug into the wall and then it heats it up and gets rid of the moisture. And then the beads absorb the moisture and they change color. And so when they change color, you plug them in again and it heats it up and gets rid of the moisture. There's, there's a whole bunch of different things that um, that you could do out there. Uh, Richard Hughes says the PS, PS3 is a favorite of aviation mechanics. He also says don't store your guns in Florida. <laughs> some of us don't have that choice if you're if you, like i said if you're running your if you have air conditioner in your house which most people do in florida and they keep it on that mm-hmm. keeps most of the humidity out um yeah that's a big factor yeah but you know do do whatever you feel that you need to do if you keep your guns if you keep the guns clean and oiled and stuff like that generally they should be fine i mean i've seen some of the guns that I have do have a little bit of something going on or whatever, then, you know, you can deal with those specific things. Uh, As long as you stay on top of it, it's not going to be the end of the world. You know, it's going to take a lot of rust to, uh, and then, and then a lot of modern guns are just better treated and all that kind of stuff from the factories. Right. Walt. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of guns are painted now, like that, that that arsenal you pulled out. That's probably, that's probably a pain on it. Um, Parkerizing, parkerizing simple. Just oil it down. 
it likes oil. So, I mean, any parkerized gun, when I get done shooting, I just take that stuff like you had or WD-40 or whatever and just hose it down and set it someplace and let it or wipe off the excess, and it's good to go. So Yeah. Yeah. Tyvin yeah, shows it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I got a rifle recently from my dad that uh, we had it like in an attic for the longest time in like North Carolina and just brought it down, you know, a couple months ago, and it has all kinds of rust on it. Oh, yeah. So I've been trying to like figure that out. Yeah, the attic is not a good place. No. Because um, <laughs> there's no air conditioning up there. I mean, and it was still like in a case, but it didn't help too much. Yeah, but the moisture, like, so the um, the heat and everything in the house is going to rise up. So if you have an attic, there's no air conditioning working up there. And then everything's going to rise up and live up there in the attic. It's hot, so. cold, hot, cold, hot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, you and, can and, take, depending on how rusty it is, I'm trying to think what takes. I've used really, really the real, real fine steel wool and just carefully sometimes. Yeah, the triple aught zero or something. Yeah, yeah, to get it off. There's a couple tricks to getting rust off. I forget what the, uh, there's something I've used. Uh, oh, well, of course, the steel wool with some oil. And just uh, yeah, a little bit. The pants says he's in the ballistol camp. Yeah, a lot of people don't like ballistol or ballistol because uh -huh. they don't like the smell of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's when I pull yeah, it. Out, you you want to have your window open or do it outside? I, oh yeah, my wife doesn't like the smell of it. Chris at the shop, he doesn't like the smell of it. No, it, it, well, you could tell it gives them headaches, right? I don't think it gives them headaches. They just oh. don't like the smell of it. You know, it's okay. like it doesn't bother me. And for those who don't know, the Ballastol or however you want to pronounce it is German, and I think the Germans then came up with it. Yeah, it, it's it's based, I think, on a, like pine pine oils and stuff like that um and i think it came up with it either before or during world war one um i used it in world war ii but it's like the ones it's like the um wd-40 the germans you know they use it for conditioning leather for cleaning guns for, <laughs> for you name it the germans have used it and it says it on the bottle the same way you know so um yeah, yeah. but it's, it has a smell that's kind of unique so yeah, Razor JB says apple cider vinegar. To remove the rust? Yeah, you can put things in vinegar and that will take. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know how it likes bluing though. So that's uh, the only thing about vinegar. Yeah. Um, I okay. like, like the, when I get a, you get a jerry can that's got rust in it, just pour a gallon or two of vinegar in it, which is cheap, and just let it sit and then turn it and turn it to eventually it, it'll clean the thing out and you hose it out and it'll be clean. Yeah. Florida gun says, or if it gets really bad, Navy jelly. What the hell is Navy jelly? Is yeah, that a yeah, real thing? It's, or is, uh, it's is, uh, that, is that a byproduct of sailors out on the ships, you know, handling their own business? <laughs> Navy jelly. I never heard of that. Yeah, I, it's it's one of those things that's been around forever, actually. Uh, it's like a rust remover type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pixamite says, I think Ballistol smells really great. You will continue to live if you eat it. I've noticed I'm very sensitive to smell, so and things like that give me a headache immediately. Yeah, certain things will set you off, that's that's for sure. I mean, um, but yeah, it doesn't do that to me, so. Yeah, uh -huh. is, is navy jelly really a thing? Yes. Uh-huh. Naval jelly, not navy jelly. <laughs> yes, look it up. Oh, you probably are, right? Oh, naval jelly. Naval jelly, yeah. Naval not jelly. From your navel that from, that's what okay, that's what I was about to it's say. Not the jam yeah. out of your navel, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, aren't there also like rust proof bags and stuff like that that you can get? 
that you could put guns in. And- yeah, you know, there's all kinds of tricks for preventing rust, but I think the main thing is just a quick wipe down with some kind of oil. And um, and like I said, if you're shooting corrosive ammo to get that stuff out of the gun, and then I don't usually have any problems. It's I, yeah, I'm, I'm like the worst one for doing maintenance. So. Yeah. Um, Kenny Van Cleef says he hates candle shopping with his wife. You know why? Oh, it stinks in those damn places. Oh because my God. you're sensitive to those freaking like smells. I don't like yeah, any. When you, put, when you put every scent in the world in one and in, in a thousand. Holy crap. Yeah. You walk in, it's like, oh. Just shoot me. Like, damn, get me out of this place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very sensitive. Like I noticed that there's even certain perfumes and stuff like that I don't like. Yeah. Um, And it's not because they smell bad to me, but they're. But to me, my my sense of smells, if you notice, like I have a big, you know, I've got a big smeller. Um, so I guess my nose is more sensitive. But I know I go through that with Lola. She yeah. got some kind of perfume that's really expensive and everybody loves it. I hate it. It makes me sneeze, gives me a headache. You know, I get I could tell every single time. So she trusts. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to find that thing and pour it down the drain. So it's hidden somewhere for me, but uh, she still wears it. She was just like, oh, I'll just put it on when I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, but I don't know, man. I'm very sensitive to those kind of things. So, well, Big yeah. Dick Willie's in the house. Big Dick Willie. Shout out to Big Dick Willie. Yep. yep. Um, uh, so Tyvin Show is saying spray it down with penetrating oil and put an open bag of cat litter in the safe. Well, I guess absorb, absorb moisture. Yeah. Yeah. But, but but he's saying spray it with penetrating oil first. Uh, Just oil of some sort. Yeah. Oh, okay. Penetration oil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So there we go. That was a, how to keep your guns from rusting. Yeah. Yeah, Good point there, Andrew. Good point. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, All right. So let's see. Let's, uh, let's get to some of the new stuff here, man. So, so this stupid, uh, where is this uh, thing from? Where is this thing from Connecticut? Here we go. So uh, let me see. I'm going to put this up here for people who don't have it. I'll just share it with the folks out there. So let's get to the stuff that every day, man, this seems like there's a new thing coming up. So, all right. So this is uh, where I'm I'm pulling this one from uh, Truth About Guns. Connecticut Supreme Court today overruled an appeals court allowing a nuisance lawsuit against gun makers to go forward. The suit claims gun makers had some responsibility for the Sandy Hook school massacre and accordingly should pay big bucks to the plaintiff. How are they? How are they responsible? Explain explain that one to me. Yeah. So previously, a Connecticut uh, appeals court ruled that the suit employing a novel quote-unquote strategy by a Connecticut personal injury law firm fell squarely under the Federal Protection of Lawful Commerce in America Act. That doesn't just protect gun companies, but lots of other companies. However, the Nutmeg State High Court ruled that some aspects of the suit fell outside the PLCAA. And, and, And from when I was reading this before, it's the marketing and stuff like that, that they're allowing them to go after the marketing. Let me ask you something. When is the last time you've seen a Remington ad? Well, first of all, there's no ads on TV. There's no ads on radio. They, the only place I see that these guys advertise is um, occasionally in magazines. In maybe magazines, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe in social media and things like that. They have their own. You so you would have things. to prove that that somehow 
I don't know how you're going to prove this. I, I don't I don't get this. I, I, this is basically what they're arguing. I see it here in USA Today, which is obviously more left leaning. And what they're saying here is that they advertise the gun model in ways that glorified it to young people and that the weapon is inherently dangerous. <laughs> so it's an automobile. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's basically their rationale behind going for it. I mean, it, how, how are they specifically marketing to young people? I don't know how well, they're going to I think that one of the clear. things I'm trying to I'm trying to yeah. pull it up. Um, there, I think there was something. OK, so in the lawsuit, this is from The New York Times. In the lawsuit, the family seized upon the marketing for the AR-15 style Bushmaster used in the 2012 attack, which invoked the violence of combat and used slogans like consider your man card reissued. OK, so what's that have to do with a school shooting? Yeah. And so the lawyers of the families argued that those messages reflected a deliberate effort to appeal to troubled young men like Adam Lanza, the 20 year old okay. who charged. In that Adam shooting. Lanza saw that that marketing. You can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the, what look, this is bullshit. The, the, at the end of the day, this is all unadulterated, pure bull caca. Okay, you the, the, the type with the nuts in it. You mentioned right in the beginning this these personal injury lawyers. You know, of course, in this country, um, I don't think that the you don't have to it, say if they lose a suit, they don't have to pay for it. You know, the time and all that money spent, you know, defending against it. Yeah. Listen, this is the Connecticut courts. Uh, who knows what happens here with the Supreme Court? I think this is very dangerous because. Well, would it continue escalating? This is the Supreme Court of Connecticut. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? So let's say. So, for example, let's look at things. Um can people can people sue the the plane companies because you know on 9/11 these guys flew these planes into the towers well if you think the way they think yes yeah can we sue when this guy rented um a, a was it a u-haul or a home depot truck i think it was a home depot truck right what for what the guy the guy was it in New York that the guy rented a Home Depot truck? Yeah, and I think it was a Home Depot truck. Yeah. Yeah. Can we sue? Can we sue Home Depot because they advertise those trucks? I'm sure they probably already have been sued. Yeah, of course. Lawyers, lawyers always try to sue. They name a whole bunch of people in the suit, and then it 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 all trickles out in the end. You know. So. Yeah. Um, I think that look, of course, lawyers are going to try to sue, but there has to be a line that we draw. Otherwise, everyone's going to get sued for everything. Well, you Th there's a person who did this. If you want to sue someone, there's a person there's who did there. this. See, the problem yeah. is there's nothing there to get. Well, right? then you know uh, that's unfortunate, right? Maybe no, people need to protect that. schools. Maybe, maybe that's what they maybe, need to do. Maybe stop this free, free, uh, or uh, no gun zone or whatever the hell they call it now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem. It's batshit crazy. It's batshit crazy. But, you know, I don't know what else we would expect. Um, ultimately, this stuff is probably going to have to go to the Supreme Court. Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, if you look at Republicans and all that, uh, what's going on here is, is pretty horrible. So um, yeah, it's probably going to come down if there's a jury or anything in the case. You know, it's all going to come down to who's sitting in there and like what their beliefs are. But all, all it takes is what one juror to stop it. It all depends how much crying takes place. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's terrible that people get killed. But it's once again, as I always say, it's not your fault. It's not yeah. your fault. It's not my fault. I didn't. Yeah. Do it, so why we? Well, I mean, yeah. There's lot. There's so many examples. We. You know what? How about um, how about the city of Chicago suing um the uh, what's the name of this show that um that just Jesse Smollett is on? Oh, Empire. 
Yeah, how sure. about them suing Empire? <laughs> you know, because Jesse Smollett did some crazy shit. I mean, come on. I, I really don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, you could go everywhere with it. You could go to video games. Yeah. You could start suing them. You could start suing rappers that glorify guns in their videos. You could, you know, take it as far as you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Point the finger to everybody if you want to. Yeah, ultimately, we have broken people in our society. And we they should be to- dispatched. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Did you see that? Did you see, of course, the, the California uh, governor's not going to do any more death, no, no more death penalty stuff, right? Yeah. So did you see that? I think it was a sheriff in one of the places where one of his guys got killed by one of these assholes um, coming out and, uh, you know, stating his uh, his thoughts on the governor's, uh, you know, turning off the death penalty in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Listen, for, for, for sure, they need to take a, a closer look at the death penalty. Right. There's um, there's there's people that police departments and prosecutors are unjustly um, convicting. That happens. But most of people, there's people in there as well as that. We know these are people that are not uh, productive to there's society. all kinds of uh, people. That, uh, what do you call it? Serial killers and everything else. Yeah. Model in the jail. You know, it's like, yeah. So, so, I mean, I think that, you know, first of all, we've got too many laws. We need to simplify down those laws and we need to have a set of laws that when people do this, we do this to them. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we don't need to criminalize. But guess what, people? We're criminalizing something right now in America. It's called the Second Amendment. (laughs) Literally, you know, right into the Constitution. We are criminalizing the crap out of it. They're trying to, anyways. Yeah, and guess why they want to do that? So they can put you in jail. Um, all yeah. right. Speaking, um, speaking of which, do you guys uh, are you know how like, you know prices will fluctuate before elections, things like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do, what do your guys take on like gun speculation and people kind of buying things in advance, thinking the prices will go up before elections? Like, let's say for twenty twenty. Sure, mm-hmm. go for it. If you got uh, if you got the money, I'd be buying stuff. Yeah. Now, please remember that Walter is a manufacturer. <laughs> I tell anybody that if you can buy a twenty-five dollar receiver and sell it for three hundred in a rush, you've done pretty good. Yeah, that's exactly what'll happen if they threaten to do stuff. Um. Yes. You Look, I say buy low, buy low, always buy low if you need stuff. If you don't, if you don't need to spend, go ahead, go ahead. Buy, now buy the six or seven dollar AR-15 mags if you can afford it. Yeah. Throw them in a box in a closet and forget about it, because if it gets nutty. That'll be a $30, $40 magazine overnight. Now, some yeah. people get mad and they say like, oh, that's like taking advantage. What is it? Price nope. hiking or scalping? I don't, I don't know. What's, what's the term for it? Gouging. Gouging. Yeah. Gouging. Gouging. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever buy a $300 receiver? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't either because I knew what was going to happen. This happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, if you don't have enough gun stuff and you have money, and the prices are low, which they are right now, because all yeah, these companies yeah, over-manufactured stuff. Sure, it's a good time to buy. But here's the thing. If you do have enough stuff, okay, and you don't have the money, or you do have money, but there's probably better things to do for your money, just get ready, people. If you have enough guns and ammo and um, all the other things that you need out there, don't go out there and spend you know, your last, your, your yeah. last pennies yeah. buying gun stuff, because there's a lot of other things that are going to come to us um, at the same time or first before all these things go down. And if you wind up broke, then you're going to sell those things in a panic and whatever point you were trying to accomplish is going to be, it's going to be wasted. Right. So. 
that's the thing that I would say. If you don't have enough things, get out there. If you, you know, every now and then, like Walter's saying, put aside some money. Like, hey, let me get this thing. Let me get that thing. You know. Now, ultimately, go ahead, Walt. You see a good deal, you know, and if you can, sw- you can do it. Grab a couple. It don't hurt nothing. You know. Yeah. You're not going to lose your money on it. Yeah, I mean, it always interests me, like in 20, 2012, you know, when the obviously the Sandy Hook situation happened, you know, prices went crazy. I don't know if you guys remember that, you know, magazines were going up, even, you know, uh, Such with his YouTube channel. I remember on him, his channel, he even said that he bought the 33 round Glock magazines for like four times the price or something. You know, people, even someone as sensible as him still like freak out and, you know, pay crazy money for things. Right. Because it always calms down after a period of time. Yeah. Always uh, does. Even if they banned it, you couldn't get it again. Like uh, the assault weapons ban, things always, things always chill out afterwards. When people and then people go, oh, shit, I got some money. Hey, you want to buy this? You know, it's like boom. Yeah, but something I would suggest to you guys out there, um, you know, if you have money, put the money towards fighting for the Second Amendment. Okay, just think about that for a second, because you could buy all the guns in the world. And you could say that, you know, when they come to get your guns, they're going to get it from your call it dead hands. And when they show up with tanks and MRAPs and uh, and attack helicopters and all that stuff, you are going to. Yeah, you're going to surrender your shit real fast, especially when you're by yourself and you don't have a whole militia surrounding your house to protect you. So fight, you know, use some of this money if you have the money to fight back, to, to help get people. I'm not just talking like on a national level. Uh, start with in your neighborhood, you know, um, make sure if you're if your local sheriff is a gun guy, believes in the Second Amendment, you might want to support him and help get him back in office so that when that time comes, the local sheriffs go, no, we're not going to let you guys roll in here and take guns from people. Right. You want to do things like that so that your community is going to stand behind you when that time comes, because if you just go out there and get a bunch of guns. And then you don't pay any attention to what's going on with laws and what uh, even Republicans are doing. You will have to surrender those things. I don't care how badass you think you are because you have those things. If you're on your own and there's nothing to back you up, then you're you're going to surrender them. So, you know, definitely right on. I mean, that's why I became a GOA life member. You know, I, I definitely wanted to do my part before I started, you know, stocking up and doing all that stuff. But. You know, still, I think if you can, you know, there's always a balance of things and you definitely want to be preventative versus like, you know, trying to react. Yeah. So Ray, Ray Bazzolo says, what's the best way to do that, Hank? Do you guys have some ways do you guys like how can how can people get out there and fight for the Second Amendment, Walt? Well, I guess you contact the people who are supposed to be representing you. Yeah, uh, you could you could run for office you yourself. Run for office. Yeah, you can do that if. I mean, I personally can't afford to do that. I can't take a I can't take an income reduction to do that. Yeah, uh, but you're that, doing stuff, Walt. You come on here with us. Yeah, I would have to bite my tongue if I became a, a politician too. <laughs> no, we would support you, Walter. No, it wouldn't last very long. I'd piss everybody off right from no, the. But listen, if Trump was able but to you know, do, nowadays, it, you could do it, that's life. That's how you get ahead now. Yeah, yeah. Now just be. I, I'm telling these people, if you're going to be, if you're going to run for office, you better say exactly what's on your mind. Hell yeah. And if the people don't like it, go too bad. Yeah. You know what? I was looking, I was looking at an interview with uh pros from the Fugees. I don't know. Um, I'm going to assume Andrew, you've heard of the Fugees. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Walter, I'm going to assume you never heard of the Fugees. Right assumption, yes. <laughs> yes. So the Fugees was a, was a very big 
rap group, most of which there's three members, Lauren Hill, which you probably heard of, but, um, you know, Proz and Wyclef. Wyclef was born in Haiti. Proz is, uh, was a, born in America, but they're Haitian. But they're a pretty big uh, group. They put out an album, I think, that went like three or four times diamond. I don't know if you understand what that means, Walter. Triple platinum? No. Di- diamond is above platinum. Okay. That must be in so, the rap world. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's in the music world. That's in the music oh, world. Uh, I, yeah. But so here's the thing. So Proz, who, um, you know, like Proz, I think went to, uh, he went to Yale, all that kind of stuff. Right. So Proz actually supported and raised money for Obama when, when Obama got elected. Ooh, ooh. And last time around he was supporting uh, Hillary ooh. and uh, he was raising money for Hillary, but he said he didn't raise that much money. <laughs> Imagine that. So he was talking about why that happened and and why Trump won. And he said that Hillary, that no one wanted to support her. And it was very tough for him to get people on their side. So why was he? Yeah. What is so spectacular about Hillary Clinton? Yeah. And here's a guy to a young guy. I I agree with you. And, And here's the thing. He said that the thing with Trump is that Trump, and this is relative to what we're saying, even though he doesn't like Trump, he realized that Trump was saying what was on his mind and, and gave zero fucks about the media. Think about it. Yeah. And other people. And, people and that was the thing. That was the thing. Yes. People are tired of hearing this political garbage where you every five minutes you're apologizing for something you said. Oh, I didn't mean that. What do you do? Yeah. Came out of your mouth. What do you mean you didn't mean it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, assume that the, that the masses are stupid or that we don't understand, like, you're trying to play us, you know? Right, you, yeah. can kinda, you kind of see through people, you know, at a certain yeah. point. And I think that's yeah. probably what happened. Yeah, yeah, people are just tired of all this bullshit, you know? It's like... Exactly. That's what, ha- that's what happened with Trump. I, I, like, I, and I, he said it. He said they gave, they gave people these two choices. They gave people Hillary and they gave people Trump. And then they told everyone, vote for Hillary. She's horrible. She's a terrible person. She totally lies to you. She won't say what she really feels. <laughs> <laughs> but vote for her because she's better than Trump. And the people were like, fuck you. We're voting for Trump. Yeah. And look, look at, you know, OK. Uh, OK, let me just say people. Um, people live in the in the in the normal neighborhoods or the hood, we'll say they know when somebody's messing with them. They know when people are storying them, telling them stories. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and what, what's coming out of Hillary Clinton's mouth? Twenty four seven. It's a story. Oh, nothing about the truth. Well, yeah. She goes, she goes <laughs> I mean, he said, he said, he, I, I'm telling you. So Brian Quick is asking me how you spell Proz. It's P-A-R-S. Um, and if you look it up, it's on Vlad TV and he's talking. Um, he, he, there's it's something to do with Hillary Clinton that he's talking about. She didn't want to. He, he was mentioning Benghazi, all kinds of stuff. And this is a guy raising money. He said that he raised two million dollars for her. I so mean, the, like. You know, I know there's some people in America that ignore that thing, Walter, that thing you're talking about. They ignore it because what name is behind the political part? Look, I don't like Republicans. Anyone that knows me knows that I don't like I, especially when I meet them. I realize that a lot of them are fake ass. I don't like, you know, one of the problems he said with America is the two party system. Right. So I don't like Democrats. I don't like Republicans. I think we. this is why I fight for the Second Amendment. We all ultimately need to be able to defend our freedom and we can't leave it up to other people. But, but we can see through the bullshit. And, w- and when that choice came down, we saw one guy who maybe a lot of people didn't like him, but he was saying whatever he wanted to say. And we saw Hillary and we were like, there's no way in hell. Stop Everybody could see there's something wrong with her. 
you know, hacking up a hacking up a hairball every time she started talking. It's like, yeah. oh, come on, man. It's like, yeah. So the thing is, like, I think we were talking about what you can do. I'm going to tell you there's things you can run. You can support people that, you know, believe in the Constitution, believe in the Second Amendment. OK, you can get in touch with your politicians. You know, you, there's there's a bunch of things that you can do. I mean, we can just sit here and list it. Andrew, I don't know if you. Yeah, got- even yeah, even if you don't want to spend money, let's say like you don't want to spend any money on it and you don't have the money for it. You know, just a little bit of time, you know, would be more than enough. Like, for example, me, I have a bunch of stamps that I bought at the post office and GOA. Every time they send me letters, they usually have like these little postcards that you could send to your representatives. Okay. You literally don't have to do anything but put a little stamp on it and drop it in the mail, like 35 cents or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, another thing I like to do is like on these websites, they have like a take action section. Like I know I used to do it on the NRA and then the GOA also you have it. And basically they have these like pre-written letters and all you have to do is put in your information, like your name and address. Yeah. And then just send and it takes action on all these like bills coming up. And it, it literally just takes a few minutes yeah. and it, you know, it may send a message. Yeah. By the way, Rodney Brady says, Hank, he says he has a few Zoes listening. Okay. Mambule. I don't know anyone who knows what that is, but that's uh, that's uh, Patois right there for you. A little bit, a little bit that I know. I grew up with a lot of Haitian people, by the way. So I grew up with a lot of Jamaicans, Haitians and stuff like that. So, yeah, listen, I think that there's lots of things that we could do to to push back. OK, um, everyone has to do their own thing. I'm not trying to, to say all this to tell you guys to support me or whatever, but, you know, well, there's lots of us who are out there speaking our mind about this and putting it on the record and trying to help people. We're creating things so that when people have questions, they can come and, and listen to it and hear uh, our point of view as well as other people's point of view. There's people trying to silence our voices. You've got to support people who are out there trying to give us voices like Gunstreamer. There's a lot that we can do because there's not one front that this is going to be fought on. Sure. It's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know, I think politicians like a louder group is the one that's going to get the most attention, even if they're not the majority. And then also like staying strong on social media. The other day, just the other day, someone was telling me on my YouTube channel, like, hey, you should be careful posting about guns and things like that. The government's going to come after you. They're going to be watching this, that, you know, I get those comments all the time. But, you know, at the the end of the day, what I kind of told this person, I kind of took the time to write him like a nice message. And I told him it's important that we stay on these social media platforms. We keep promoting these ideas because if not, we're not going to get new gun owners into the community, mm-hmm. you know, to help us for the next generation. So yeah. we can't like kind of back down. We got to stay as strong as long as we can. Yeah. And we're, we're doing all of this. I don't know if this is what you're going to get to, Walt, but we're doing all of this because we don't want to fight. But ultimately, we may have to. That's the thing. It's it, it, may, it may come to that. I, I don't personally want it to come to that. But, but that's the ultimate position that we're going to get to. There's no reason doing all of this and not realizing that one day you're going to have to fight. If you seek peace, you have to prepare for war. Ultimately, if you want peace and you want freedom, you have to be prepared to fight for it. Because if you're not prepared to fight for it, then people are just going to roll up on you and go, There's, there is no freedom for you. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that could possibly well be in the future. But I think at this point, you know, peaceful means and there's plenty of peaceful means that we could do right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no need to even take it to that level yet. I mean, there's plenty of things people could be doing, you know, like like I was mentioning, just donating money, staying on social media, sending letters, making phone calls, emails. Don't spend your money with these anti-gun people. Oh, uh, yeah. That's another thing. Don't too. support but, these anti-gun yeah. actors, these musicians and. And companies, companies, companies. Yeah, we found out about a few companies. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't go to Target. 
I ain't going to fucking Target. I, I, I know. I, I like sporting goods, male and female, right? Not, not freak show on this side and this though on the other side. You know, mm-hmm. it's like no, I'm not no. You know, it's like I don't need to. I don't need to give them my money. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to do sometimes because certain places only have certain things. But you know, um, do the yeah. do the best you can with it, and you know, yeah. Um, they're like, are you gonna buy gas from a Sitco station? Because Sitco's run by the Venezuelans. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't think though. Though the Americans pump the gas, so you know, it's like yeah, that's a tough thing. That's tough, a tough thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, ultimately, if we if every single if every single company that came down on us, we uh, we did not buy something from them, we would starve. We would have no clothing. But <laughs> yeah, we do have to try. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to try to pull things back from them. You yeah. know, you know, you got to let them know that you're going to you're, you're not going to partake in their silliness if you know it yeah. comes to that. And enough people do it. They li- they listen to this when when the money gets weird. They listen. Yeah. So, do you think Dix is gonna listen when, when Dix is going when, out of business? <laughs> <laughs> they've already had. They've already had. They've already lost a lot of money. So now we're gonna. Oh yeah. Get, yeah. I'm just waiting for their stock to go down. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and they're gonna. They're, listen. They're probably going out of business anyway, right? Because people just aren't shopping those yeah, big, like big box that much. Yeah. Um, by the way, Jake Delahome wants to know. He says, uh, "Hank, what does bumbaclot mean?" Um. Okay, it's a curse word, um, huh? Is that more Haitian stuff or what? That's a Jamaican. That's a Jamaican slang. Do you guys? Do you want to take a? Does anyone out there want to take yeah, a guess what that means? Bumba who? Bumba clot. Is that like you got something stuck in your ass? What is the problem? It's related to the butt, yeah. in my opinion. I can, I can, I, I, I know what I think it means. That reminds me of the movie Paid in Full. I don't know if you ever saw that. Hank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh uh, yeah, the movie's Hank. So, I, I bet I've seen oh, not beautiful belly. Belly was belly. Was, oh, belly. Yeah, that's a hip hop movie. With Nas BMX. Yeah. Go. Um. Go ahead, Walt. I'll, yeah, I'll get to I the went meeting. To the theater on Sunday. You going to the movies? I went to the theater on Sunday. Oh, you went. You went. Went to the theater and I saw the latest Marvel movie. Oh, why you? Okay. So you supporting <laughs> the SJWs? <laughs> uh, I I know. I I. Was it good? Was it good? I thought it was all right. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's all that counts. Yeah, it was entertaining. I stayed yeah. awake the whole time. Oh, well, then it's good. <laughs> Obviously, it was entertaining. <laughs> you know, some of these movies you go in and there's like all these quiet, like Harry Potter talking scenes where they talk quiet in the dark for a half an hour? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't have tanks, Walter goes to sleep. So I'm assuming they had some tanks and, uh, and guns and stuff like that. There was action. It was action. Yeah. Um, okay. Was the chick hot enough for you in there? Oh, the uh, the what's her name? Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a fine filly. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, there you go. That's what probably kept you. I mean, she's not overly in your in your pecker. She's not overly fine, you know. Well, it's like, oh my god, she couldn't do that. She's too cute, you know. Yeah. As long as um, as long as they're not bony ass, you know, I'm allergic to bony ass. They didn't. So. There wasn't too many ass shots, and it was more frontal with her costume on and da da da. Yeah. yeah, but I don't mean that like literally. I mean, you know, just boniness. There's too much boniness. Oh, too, like concentration camp skinny. Yeah, they're not voluptuous enough. I was looking at Aquaman because I look at movies when they when they come out, you know, yeah. on video. And I was looking at Aquaman and um, the chick in Aquaman, Mira or something like that. Yeah. That's the chick that divorced Johnny Depp and took a whole bunch of his money oh. when she's not even into dudes. I don't know why he even got married. 
Uh, um, but anyway, yeah, there's a, there's a definite lack of asceticity yeah, going on there. So the girls got to have a little meat on their bones, a little. Yeah, because when you read the comic, if you, if you notice, you look at comic books. Everybody's banging up in those comic books, man. Like, chipow. yeah, spikow. You, you gotta know? come down to Miami. Oh. Listen, I've been to Miami. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the astutiness that's walking around Miami, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, South Beach. South Beach. Oh yeah, come down. Visit South Beach. Yeah, I've been, I've been, Ocean Drive. Yeah, yeah, I've been down in Miami. Calle Ocho. Yeah, Ocho, weird stuff too. That's my. I like Calle Ocho. I like Calle Ocho. It's cool. That's where I usually find the food. Okay, so should we hit this bumper clot thing real quick? So my understanding is Jamaicans have a lot of clots. <laughs> they have blood clot, bumper clot, Ross clot. Ass clots. Yeah. So a, a lot of it has to do with uh, the lower pelvic regions. Mm-hmm. So um, that, so like to me, you know, that's, that's what it is. Like bumper clot is, is, is the lower areas. So if you look it up. Uh, it's a Jamaican slang equivalent to douchebag or mf'er, often used as an interjection to express disgust or dismay, like "move your bumba clut" that right. kind of thing, like that. Scamp, so there you go. Scamp nine hundred, you're very correct in your comment, but what? it was a family event. I went with the I went with the significant other and the son. What did Scamp nine hundred say? That I'm doing exactly what I said I shouldn't do. Yeah, Walter just said not to support anti-gun celebrities, then goes and supports the biggest SJW movie of all. Well, I mean, because you know the family, you got you got to you got to go out with your family. Yeah, you can't be an old curmudgeon. <laughs> I I think about all that stuff too, so it's like, yeah. um, but you know, at least I can uh, I can talk with you about it then. But but you know, here's the thing: if we don't if we don't participate in something. We're just going to be more miserable, man. Oh, no, no. I, yeah. That's why I, I don't think about the whole gun thing all day long because it'll drive you fucking nuts. Yeah. So I got to do other things besides that. Yeah. So we, we can't. That's what I mean. We did. Walter just did say that. But then we also said, I know I did. You can't you can't um, boycott everything. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, if you say I'm not going to do that. What? Well, yeah. It, it, and yeah. how are you not going to go to the movies with you? I, I, I know your son and you I probably, know you probably can't even go to the movie theater if you know how the theater company's policies are. Yeah. And well, I know how they are. And I violated lots of them, by the way, when I went. So. <laughs> but um, here's what I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm just saying this. I'm not going to a movie right. theater without my gun in my pocket. Sorry. Yeah. Because but it's it's a prime target. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, though. You know, for example, I know that your son Spencer uh, is into movies. All of you guys are into movies and stuff like that. We all are. We're all into movies. We're into Marvel, all that kind of stuff. You know, DC, we we like all these things. Yes, these people are SJWs and they're against us, but you got to spend some time with the family, right? These are, um, like for me, I don't really care about going to the movies that much, but I will go if Lola and the boys want to go. Like my kids are in school now and if they yeah, so you got to do you, you have to do something. Normally, I'm doing something else besides going to the theater. So yeah, I mean, you can't always go to uh, the strip club. You know, it's not family friendly necessarily, depending on which one you go to. Some of them are family friendly. They like couples, you know. Not, yeah, not, yeah. There's some strip clubs that have like a daycare. You can leave the babies over there. No, I'm just, I'm just making it up. <laughs> if any strip club does that, I want my residuals. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, watch out. I was going to ask you, man. I was looking at your website. Uh, I didn't realize that you had like a pistol brace on your 50s. 
Well, hey, what's what's the deal with that? I saw something about the ATF you had posted on your website. Oh, okay, well, we got a letter last July, the end of July, saying that the uppers could be a firearm. Mm, yeah. So, um, we are waiting right now. Uh, I sub- well, I actually went to D.C. Um, the end of October, and I with the lawyers, and we met with them, and we discussed it, and then I submitted the upper for a determination, um, and of course the government went on on holiday for six weeks. Um, and, but anyways, we're waiting on that determination. It's supposed to be any day now, I guess. Um, so I don't know what, how it's going to come out in the end, but now when you're talking about the brace, um, I made some uppers with 12 inch barrels, right? So, 50 caliber ones. So it could be an SBR and, or if you put it on with a pistol brace, it's a pistol, right? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not selling them that way. Um, when we were selling them, I wasn't selling them with the whole setup as a brace. I was just selling the person the upper, and they can figure out how they want to configure it. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't want to. I don't want to. But people were screaming about that. Oh, you're going to get 50 caliber banned because you're selling this and that. And it's like, oh well, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. But, but um, so, anyways, we we stopped selling the uppers when we got that letter. Because I didn't want to get um, be accused of selling firearms that were not, I guess, legal or marked properly or whatever. So we're supposed to be hearing something shortly from ATF. Um, um, the lawyer contacted them on Monday again to find out what the holdup is. Because it's been like one of these, okay, one week. And then it was like, oh, no, a couple more weeks. And since then, it's been a month. So, or over a month. So, you know. In the meantime, I haven't so I haven't we we stopped making them all together and everything. So I mean, I still have all the parts to do it, and uh, depending on what this determination comes back with, um, hopefully that I it's not considered a firearm. Um, they wanted me yeah, I, they, they wanted me to serial number the upper, and then you'd have a serial numbered lower. So yeah, it doesn't make sense. You have two different serial numbers. Yeah, we 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 told them that too. <laughs> that was all brought up in the in the meeting we had. Um, Adam Kraut and Justin, uh, um, Joshua Prince are my lawyers. Adam. Oh, Kraut. that's cool. Adam, yeah, I know Adam Kraut. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah. So those guys, those guys know how to deal with that and they've dealt with ATF before and the people we were meeting with, they've, they've had dealings with them in the past. So they all knew each other. Okay, cool. So hopefully it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has the exact same reaction you have. Well, or, what the upper? That's not a firearm. The lower is the firearm. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, can I tell you what's the key to all this? You know what's the key to all this, Walter? What? The ATF is stupid ass. <laughs> I thought it was going to be zombies. No. <laughs> <laughs> the ATF is stupid ass. Okay, I just posted something in the chat. You guys could go look this up. I put it in our internal. Okay. Everyone else's. This is in the journal, uh, journal Sentinel, right? And this came out like two hours ago. Hundreds of ATF guns and parts were stolen from a facility in West Virginia. Yeah, from the tech branch. Yeah, Senator John uh, Ron Johnson wants answers. And the hundreds of firearms and gun parts have been stolen from the federal agency charged with gun enforcement, triggering a massive search for missing weapons and demand for answers from this U.S. senator, a former security guard working for the U.S. Bureau of Tobacco alcohol and firearms and explosives has been charged with stealing the guns and firearms parts from the ATF facility in Martinsburg, West Virginia. 
Okay, hang on a second here. I'm, I'm confused. Hank, you said they charged somebody already? Yeah, they caught somebody. Uh, there was a security guard, and they're charging him, but but um, this senator wants to know what the hell's going on. This is the ATF. And the, and the thing that, and what's going on is there's lots of freaking stupidity floating around out there and lots of bullshit going on. <laughs> That's what's and, happening. And I, the stuff that, okay, I'm reading this thing here. Agents used a mentally disabled man to promote the organization, then arrested him. Yeah, they were doing stings and all, there was all kinds oh. of crazy, these people, yeah, well, let's see, where is that thing about the guy? Um, yeah, ATF owned guns, including a machine gun was stolen. And the fully automatic weapon was never recovered. Agents used a mentally disabled man to promote the operation and then arrested him. Yeah. The storefront they used was burglarized and the building was damaged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the guy in the picture there, the black man, Chau Chauncey Wright. Yeah. Was the person that they used for this? I think so. Probably. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Listen, uh, look, th there's a lot of cr there's a lot of batshit craziness going on in the ATF. I was talking about my friend Mike, um, you know, the, the guy that wrote um, that wrote that book about uh, guns across the border and all that stuff. Mike Daddy. Yeah. The ATF let all these tens of thousands of guns go from America to Mexico and killed lots of people in Mexico and Americans, too. Yes, and Americans, American agents and things like that. People have been killed, right, by the cartels. They let these guns walk to them. Like, what? Wh why do we need this bullshit? What are these people doing for us? They're taking away our Second Amendment, and then they're doing lots of crazy bullshit that we have to keep keep track of. What's the point? Is there a point? Is there a point to this agency? I know Walter. You don't right want to probably right want to get into right this. Now, I have no comment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. <laughs> yes, I'm not saying for you to comment, Walter, but I'm saying there's lots of bullshit going on here. Okay? Yeah, I mean, you no one's being held accountable. Yeah, no one's being held accountable. It's just like what happened in lots of these schools. The FBI and all these places were warned. They did nothing about it. And in America, we're like, let's make some more gun laws. That'll uh, cure it. And it's exactly. Fault. We're the ones to suffer. It's your fault. My fault. Then it's not their fault. You know, I mean, the kid literally said he wanted to do a school shooting and people, you know, obviously told the FBI about it and nothing was done. Nobody followed up. And then we're expected to pay the consequences. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, Walter, by the way, Tyvin Show wants to know, is Hooters a pro gun company? I know they're good in dealing in uh, the headlight business. Uh the guns I see at Hooters are nice guns, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't That's know. I don't know what to say right there. <laughs> you know what? You know what? This is what I'd rather have happen. This is what it used to be in the old days, you know, before all these people got all emboldened, these CEOs and everything. People used to run businesses to make money mm -hmm. and make money and make money. They didn't run businesses to be social engineers or to change the world. Or all this other bullshit. They ran money. They kept their they kept their political views and their uh, and their social engineering views themselves, and they made money. <laughs> Same mm -hmm. with actors and everything else. I don't want. I don't care if you're what you are. I don't. I I want to see you act. I don't want to see or hear your political views. Yeah. No. Um, I, mean, I don't, I don't think publicly they gain anything from it. From what I've seen, I mean, like a, a no. business, a pizzeria is not going to gain from saying like, "Hey, no. we believe we have these ideals." You know, right. I mean, you know, I, I go to a restaurant to get some good food. I don't go to because he's anti-gun or pro-gun or, or pro-world or pro-Greenpeace or pro-whatever, the baby gay whales or whatever the hell he supports. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't put it in my face. 
Yeah, seven six two says Hooters. Hooters is a pro sweater canning company. When I go to Hooters, I want to get something to eat. I want to be waited on properly, and um, that's it. You know. Yeah. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say, Andrew? I cut you off. My apologies. Oh, it's all good. Uh, yeah, not coming to me. I'll yeah. get back to you. <laughs> a little brain fart. So, Walter, if um, if let's say Hooters actually came out with something anti-gun, are you done with Hooters? It would. It would. It would definitely put a damper on things. I think. Yeah. Um, then you go into a business called Gunners, <laughs> and you open up Gunners, and you hire all the Hooters chicks. Bazookas. Yeah, bazookas. <laughs> better, <laughs> bazooka. <laughs> better, better, Walter. Bazookas. Much better. You're a man that knows your guns. <laughs> yeah, Hank, I was going to say, I think these like owners or CEOs, I think they just get emboldened and they feel like they want to flex their power. It's not necessarily, I don't think, a business move. It's just them making a personal decision and basically screw their shareholders. And I just want to, you know, flex on other well, people. And then, then, and, yeah. then once, I agree once, with they, that. once they come out of the closet, then they can hang with these politicians too. They can be with the they can be with the Hillary Clintons and they can be with the things. They can get their pictures taken with the celebs that feel the same way they do. And you know, and it's just it's just I don't want I, I don't want to invest my money in somebody that's that way. I want somebody who's whose main purpose in life is to make more money. <laughs> I hate yeah. to say that, but that's that's why you invest in a company. Yeah, and how about like companies that do political donations? I mean, obviously we had that big scandal recently with like Benchmade and Surefire and all these companies, but I mean, what's the point of that? Like, what what do their shareholders gain from them like throwing away their profits to politicians? Yeah, unfortunately, some of those politicians hold the key to getting contracts, um, like Surefire and some of these other things. And I and I hate to say it, but I kind of see you know like some of these people give money to both sides, hoping they get something out of it. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess it's kind of like bribery. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, a lot of uh, look, I think that the motivation behind all of this is still what you were saying, Walter. These guys want to make money. They see which way the political winds are blowing. They don't care about the Constitution, Second Amendment or anything like that. They care about money and they think that they're going to make money by virtue signaling. I think that's what's going on with dicks. If you think it's some kind of high minded thing. That that guy's doing well, they think over they're there. They're going to get these these people are going to come in their store because of the fact that yeah they, they were already losing business. They were already losing business. We weren't going. Now they're like, oh, all SJWs come in here and shop with us. Yeah, well, good luck with to, with that one. I got news for you. A lot of these SJWs are cheap motherfuckers. So um, and don't have a pot to pee in. So yeah, <laughs> unless um they're paying to get their kids into college. Well. <laughs> they're usually pretty hypocritical you know it's it's, it's yeah. great it's great for them to have all that stuff but you can't yeah what do you think about that andrew as a young college dude out there you know working hard yeah i mean did you uh, like that did you hear about this whole college scandal thing yeah i did hear about it man and it's you know it's pretty disappointing like i work i work my ass off basically to get into <laughs> my program my program had like over a thousand people apply i think it was like 1500 people apply and only a hundred, uh, not even a hundred, uh, 44 were able to get into my program. Mm-hmm. So out of like 1500 people, you know, and to think like someone would just be able to pay their way in, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely pretty disappointing to, to hear about that, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, it, and it cuts short people that work hard, you know, people spend all the hours in the library doing everything they got to do to try to get in and think. And, some, and some people are a lot smarter than the ones that bought their way in. Yeah. You know, so a lot of the smarter people don't get in when you got these, 
people that don't really belong to don't really aren't supposed to be there are in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it should be strictly merit, you know, just based right. on I, that, that's what, especially and the whole issue of like college uh, admissions. I know it's like a big political issue going on now. Um, I remember Trump said he was going to address it to some extent before. Try to try to get into like University of Florida. I don't know where you go to school, but I know they have quotas. Yeah, they do. They got yeah. X amount of this and X amount of that and X amount of that. No, we yeah. got a couple room for a couple of white kids, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Asian, Asian students are discriminated on the most, from what I understand, more than any other group, more than Caucasians or anyone else. And they have some of the highest scores because they're smart. They, you know, they, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of crazy no- nonsense going so, on, I think. So, so you're going to hire people in your business. Say you have a business where you need smart people. You're going to hire people that aren't so smart just because mm-hmm. somebody government agency. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that happened at UF, by the way. Both oh, of it happens. Every my kids day. went to school on the campus. They went to uh, all the way up to high school on the campus of UF because they have a teaching thing. And that's supposed to give them it's supposed to make it easier for them to get in because they're already like going there and everything. And they both try to get in. They didn't get in. Now, I'm sure lots of people in Florida were trying to get into UF. I'm not saying it's not the end of the world or anything like that. But I guarantee you a couple of those spots went to people. <laughs> Who, yeah, probably that paid, the who paid off some things, or they're, or, they're, or, they're, or they're connected. Yeah, yeah, and, that's and, and that's the way it is. That's that's or, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Or another concept is this legacy thing, where like my father went to this yeah, school, yeah, my yeah. grandfather went to the school, so that way I have a, a better chance now of getting in because my family had been going to this. We've already paid one hundred and fifty grand, so we get enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I've just it's yeah. crazy. Um, it, it, it is crazy. It is crazy. But I believe in the mutant leagues. So ultimately, you should just have a school that all the rich kids go there and brag that they went to the best school in the world. Yay. You know, and and then let the rest of the people get on with their business. Just like in the mutant leagues, we just let everyone pump up with whatever you want to. You want to put in implants or whatever and go out there and battle it out on the field. It's entertainment for the peoples. Well, that should be sports. Yeah. Um, I also believe in zombie border guards. Oh, here it goes. So... He hasn't heard this one, so yeah. Whatever happened with you guys here uh, a long time ago? I remember POF, you know the the rifle company that they had offered to provide rifles for every single post along the entire southern border. Did you guys ever hear what happened with that? Or oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, the guy is like a super Trump fan, from what I understand. Like, yeah, no, okay, yes, I understand that, but uh, damn it, POFs, those are really good guns, and they also cost some money. <laughs> Yeah, they, I don't know why uh, Trump didn't jump on. I will volunteer to guard the border to get a POF. Okay. Actually, there's probably lots of people. Oh, you got one. Look, boom! Check it out right there. This is the POF Revolution. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. This is the one that it's basically like an AR-15 chambered in 308. Oh, it's yeah, okay. down. It's AR-15 sized in 308. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally everything is super light. Yeah, they describe it as an AR-15 chambered in 308. You know, it's super light. I think it's like seven pounds or something. Okay. Nice. Pretty cool. I actually haven't been able to shoot. That came out last year or this year? Well, that came out last year. This is the piston version. They just, I think this year came out with the DI version. Oh, okay. Okay. The same way. I don't know why people, you know, have this whole thing between uh, piston and DI. So I guess some people are like hardcore about the DI guns. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You hear the, um, on the, on the school, uh, on the school, um, the money thing. Lori Laughlin's daughter was partying on the on a, on US, a yacht. USC's y- official's yacht when the bro- the news story broke. Yeah, a big yacht. Imagine that. What kind of party goes on on a yacht usually? 
totally yeah it, it, it isn't uh, it things isn't, that it, need to happen in international waters it isn't it isn't patty cakes i'll tell you that right now yeah. so. <laughs> um I, yeah i heard that they actually had to bring her back when they they heard all they of this throw them all the fuck out yeah well pack up she's partying on a yacht with someone who's on the board of directors of that school so they i don't, did, they, they I don't get, think she's getting kicked out and, yeah and she's not probably in any trouble and yeah. they didn't know the scam was going on of course they did everybody's on the take at that point yeah this is yeah, going millions on of dollars. you think you think they're going to let the coaches and these professors or whoever take all the money when yeah wasn't ann coulter saying that jared kushner bought his degree or something i saw something about that i didn't think about that yeah i don't know i don't know how true that is or whatever so yeah. allegedly like I actually give a well, shit about legal they stuff. They bought their degree. But what? At what point do you? Buy Everybody them? buys their degree. Everybody they pays the money, or they don't get the degree. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a cousin right now that's actually that owns a production company, and they're actually working right now on a film. They're going to try to sell it to Netflix, and basically the whole premise is they're making a documentary and they're trying to figure out like is college worth it these days, and what is the value of a college degree? Yeah. What's your answer to that? Worth it? Um, but I think it depends. I think it's a complex, you know, issue, but it depends on what you want to do. You know, if you're going to college with the mindset that you want to learn a specific trade, then it's certainly worth it. But if you're going there, you're not sure what you want to do. You just want to get a degree in something that maybe it's not going to directly lead to you getting a specific job. You know, it might not be the best idea, but, you know, it all depends on, on where you land. You do like build connections. Like if you go to Harvard or something, obviously you're going to build connections. You're going to get to learn, you know, from other people and meet people. But mm -hmm. um I mean, basically on their journey, it's pretty interesting. They've been meeting with uh, a lot of different people trying to get diverse ideas into their film so far. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Um, I think I, I agree with you that a lot of it is complicated. And I think sometimes you do get a job because you go in for that interview and the guy who's interviewing you went to such and such a school and you went there. Yeah, I think that happens. So and I think, yes, if you if you um, go ahead, Walt. It's another to the, the degree in general is another um tool in your tool belt as i call it mm -hmm. you know so you might have this tool here and that tool and so you know it depends that might open doors but did that degree really get you make you any more money in the end i you know are you are you going into a field where you make a decent living or you're just going to make a living yeah i don't know was it yeah i think so if you are if you know what you want to do if you're a kid graduating high school and you say, you know what? I want to get into the landscaping business. I don't think you need to go to college. Uh, <laughs> you go, you go buy a lawnmower and start doing, well, you know, and start running. And you the get business. Cert, you get certifications for doing this and certifications. Yeah, for doing yeah. That. If you want to weld, if you if you always wanted to fix cars and things like that, then there's other things that you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some things you have to go to college for. So if you want to become a nurse, doctor, a doctor, pharmacist, a lawyer, things yeah, like engineer. that. Yeah, engineer, you may want to go to school, but there's some other things that you may still want to go to school for because the school has good programs in that direction. So like filmmaking and things like that. If you're young, if 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 you're not very young, I think that you can maybe go out there and just start making movies. But there is an advantage for going to a college that has a film school because you're going to meet all these people who are in the industry and you, you went you, you, to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And also yeah. you can get internships and all those kinds of things. And if you're younger, that's a good way to go about it. So I think it all really depends on who you are. And college is not easy. It's not like high school. You're going to go there, pay your money and cruise through. You actually have to do stuff. Well, unless you got the college, the Harvard graduate graduate taking your test for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that well, that guy was taking tests for them to get in. Once they're in, they've got to. Yeah, they got to pull find somebody else to do it. Right? Yeah, they've got to pull their own weight in there. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know. And look, also, if you're the kind of chick you're like, hey, I want to marry, or a dude, if if you uh, want to marry someone, yeah. yeah, that went to Harvard and blah blah blah, you know, get into a good family. <laughs> you can I always guess. go there, meet people. And get married and stuff like that. That happens all the time. So well, that's what it's up say. to you. It's up to you. It's your life to live. A lot of females go to college just to meet a husband. That's a, yeah. So that's I, I mean, personally, in regards to like the film that you were talking about, I know two people that have like master's degrees in film, and one of them is like a waitress. Another one does something yeah, like you, really irrelevant to to that. How do and, you yeah? How do you take a master's degree in film, like making films, right? Yeah, I guess like making films, production. How do you, like at what point, how much education do you need to make a movie? Say if you're not creative enough, if, if you personally are not creative, but you have this fancy degree in how to make film, you're not going to. It depends. It, look, all of this comes down to the person. Steven Spielberg went to school and, and got a degree and people like Harrison Ford and all that went to school with him. Right. It all depends on who the people are and what they do with that. Yeah, I guess how driven you are. Harrison Ford was a carpenter before. Yeah, but he still he went to school with these guys. He went to. Well, they knew him. There was a, there was an association already. There was. Yeah, a, so they went to school, and when they were making films, he was acting in their stuff. They were all. So here's the thing. Look, oh, you can get if if you think getting the degree is going to get you the job, you've got to come out, and if you can't get the job in Hollywood, then you've got to go out there and start making your own movies, and you might have to work as a waiter, waitress, a stripper, or whatever, and do things. But if you really want to make movies, ultimately, you're going to get into that by making movies. Yeah. And you have to make decent quality stuff. Yeah. And a lot of those people, a lot of those people that before would not have had a lot of um, of opportunities went into YouTube and and all these different kind of things. But it's not to say you have to go to school in order to do that. You can you can be self-taught and you can yeah. you can do a lot you of things. Have to, you don't have. Well, I just I'll just leave it this all the all the great firearms manufacturers. Uh, designers are not engineers, and I'll just leave it. Yeah, and all the ones that are engineers are batshit crazy. Uh, uh, well, engineering sometimes holds you back because you you do you, you do things by the book, and the book is not the way you always get things done. So yeah, true. Yeah, because you because you have an engineering degree doesn't really mean you know shit. <laughs> um, you you might know something. You know how about to pass a test. Yeah, my uh, my parents always says there's book sense and then there's common sense. So right. Can yeah, you change the tire? Yeah, there's a lot of people that have book sense, a lot of book sense, and have zero common sense. No, they can't so. apply that in a practical manner. So yeah, you can be this world smartest, figuring out all the all the the mathematical part of it, but if you can't design the part where it can be made in a in a normal in a normal way, if the machinist programmer's got to figure out how you make it, then kind of wasting money with the engineer. Yeah. But it, yeah. once again, it always depends on the person. Ultimately, all of this depends on you yeah. as a person. If you really wanted to be a filmmaker and you're working doing something else, you there's some choices you didn't make. Not you, you don't have to go to Hollywood. There's lots of places that you can go. Look, people in Nigeria are making movies. They suck. <laughs> it's called the Internet now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I mean, there's always things you can do, even like small courses, like for me, for example, one thing I want to learn is like Photoshop. I feel like I need to make better thumbnails and like there's certain like little things you could definitely learn. I might not necessarily need a degree, but maybe I could take, you know, a class or some type of workshop yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. I mean, you know. And there's you classes you could take online. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, there's plenty of YouTube available online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry, Walter, cut you off. Yeah, I mean, you know, some people just get it and start doing it. Yeah. You no, know, and you just learn from doing it, right? You, yeah, that's what I did. Did somebody show you how to edit? No, no I've teach you myself it. over the yeah. last uh, 30 years. And, and you just you do stuff and you go, oh, crap, that was bad. Let's, let's see how we can do yeah. that better. So, but here's what I have. Like, all the stuff that I do is self-taught, but I don't have the connections well, so there's lots of people that have gone to school like they went to school five years ago or 10 years ago and they went way past me because they went to a college and they met people and they had like my drive and my understanding. But they got those connections and then they were able to get out there and do things. And then there's lots of people who did it. So I think that, you know, it's life is a combination of things. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, you go to school for this and you end up not doing it at all. Mm hmm. Because you 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 find out that there's other things you want to do too. Yeah. But having that degree can open that door to that other person you meet that goes, oh yeah, I went there. Yeah, I know so and so. Blah blah blah. It's, oh yeah, come on in. Let's talk. Yeah. And also, like my dad has a master's degree in metallurgical engineering from Brunel, which is like the best engineering school in the world. But and he taught. You know, that's why we lived in Nigeria because he was a professor um, at Polytechnic University in Nigeria, right? But um, and he liked teaching. Um, but when he came to America, he had opportunities to make a lot of money working in industry, like building stuff. Yeah, I mean, metallurgic engineering. Could make a lot yeah, of yeah. Because yeah, he, his whole profession is about building bridges and all this kind of stuff. But he didn't want to do it. He liked teaching. So, but that degree got him into teaching, right? Because he had a degree. And right. He wound up being a teacher, and I, uh, he was a math teacher, and he understood math very well. <laughs> You know, but the degree didn't necessarily come into use doing that, but it came into a lot of things. And and there's certain things that I understand just by being his son and he's an engineer. And there's certain things that he taught me, like, you know, um, you know, the point of least resistance, like how pressure always seeks the point of least resistance. Uh, he taught me things about molds and all that kind of stuff that that's how I could somehow wrap my mind around some of the crazy things going on here in the gun world. So it's not a, it's not a negative to have that, but um, he also did it in a time when it wasn't as expensive as, as it is now. I think all of these things are changing and maybe schooling. We, that's one of the things that we need to burn it down and start it up all over again. Well, and make it more practical. The college system has turned into a, um, a business. It's not so much to educate people as to create money. Mm -hmm. For the yeah. it's like foot it's like athletic athletics in colleges, it's 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 just a racket to create income. That's all it is. They don't care about the athletes. They don't care if they finish as long as they get the college con contracts. I mean the TV contracts and that money starts flowing. And they make a lot of money, right? Oh, they make hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And part of my tuition goes to athletics. So like part of my tuition, for example, goes to like supporting the football team at my university, for example. And like, well, I don't understand why I'm, I'm personally like going into debt to pay for that. And when they're know? making hundreds of million dollars on their TV contracts. Yeah. But, yeah. You, but you see, that's all cyclical. You can go to the school because they're making money and they can have, you know, yeah. they can have some people come in. Look, let me tell you something, man. Here, here's the thing. If you, if you believe in what you're doing, Get your degree, get out there and get a job. Oh, yeah, it's going to yeah. help you buy a lot of freaking guns. And if you at some point in life want to transition to do something else, you have a base from which to start that you can work, make money and start doing this thing in your spare time and build your way over here. It's a lot better than having nothing. 
and yeah, not I mean, knowing I mean, anything. For sure, man. I respect oh, anyone yeah, that tries yeah, to definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm not telling people not to do it, but just do it. If, if I'm gonna, somebody says, yeah, should I go to school? It's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to do like uh, just like these liberal arts things when you get out and you're going to start with a $40,000 job and, and $100,000 of uh, college yeah. um, you know, loan money debt? It's like, uh, does, does yeah. the math work right? The math don't work right on that. It's well, here, here in Florida, right, Walter? You could tell me if I'm wrong. You too, Andrew. Lots of kids here do marine biology. <laughs> they're in Florida. They're like, oh, there's lots of fish. Where are you going to work yeah. in marine biology? There's not a lot of, there's no. not enough jobs. No. <laughs> now, yeah. now, you take that degree and then go in the military and be an officer. You know, but that's not yeah. everybody, you know. Yeah or, yeah, or like environmental engineering, you know, maybe yeah. a little more mathematical. You know, maybe you could find a job with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but still, it's, it's some of these, some of the stuff that these people do, it's, these history type degrees and, you know, and it's like, how are you going to work? I mean, I, 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 it opens doors. It's a door opener. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, it's hard because, you know, kids, you know, just graduating high school, don't know what they want to do for the rest of their life. It's kind of hard to make that decision. Get, a lot point. of people get pushed into college and they really shouldn't be in college because mama says they should go and boom. And they I, mean, I, I think, I think the most important thing, if I could like give anyone advice would be to just have a plan, you know, like I want to do this so that I could get to this, you know, I want to reach B so I could get to C. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can have like an ultimate goal of what you want to do with it, because just getting one just to kind of see what you do in the future, you know, doesn't always pan out, especially if you're going into big debt for it. Yeah. yeah. Crackbot says I've learned more in the army than I did getting my the de- my degree. Well, because yeah. the army is more practical, probably experience. Yeah. 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 Lola's brother has been in the army since before we got married. So I think he's been in, I'm going to say he's been in the army for like about 25 years. So he should be ready to retire. And, and, well, he does. And he does. Um, he started out doing x-ray. And I think now he does stuff like uh, what's the uh, not CAT scans. He, um, what's the other thing with all the magnets and the, everything? Oh, um, um, MRI. MRI. Yeah. So he does that kind of stuff. And he's a he's a. Um, you know, he's a veteran and all that kind of stuff, combat veteran, but he, he loves the military. So I don't know. They're going to have to kick him out at some point. <laughs> well, there's actually a lot. Oh, go ahead, Walter. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that because uh, the, the military is a is a you're part of a group. You're part of a uh, an organization that, you know, you got order. To- it's like prison. It's like prison. You know what's going to happen every day. Uh, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> a lot of people get out of the military and they're lost because they don't have that. Yeah, they don't have that group. He, that yeah, he loves it. Yeah, and yeah. I think he also has like some super high rank also. <laughs> at this point, yeah. the, the dean of my program is actually a colonel in the army, and there's a, there's a few like professors I have that are actually in the military. One's in the navy, and uh, also a couple students that I go that I go to class with also. Have you girl. have you thought about that kind of stuff, or that's not what interests you? Um, I've, I've considered it. My wife is not a huge fan of it. You know about you know being on the move all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you, know, can be, you, can, you can be a reservist and you're not on the move all the time. I mean, that's definitely true. A lot of people are, but you know, obviously, you could get activated at any point. Oh yeah, then you got to. You, know, you got to. Yeah. I have I have one uh I have one professor just got activated and she's going to Guantanamo for at least a year. So not sure, like if I was in that situation, you know, how my wife would handle that. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely a sacrifice. Even if you are just a reservist, you know, it's still a sacrifice. You could be called to yeah. any part of the yeah. world at any it time. Used be, it used to be for a long time the reservists just were reservists, but now because the military is shorthanded for the most part. Yeah, because we're in a lot of places we shouldn't be. We should. Yeah, just we're, we're, yeah, we're, right yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing meals on wheels and everything else, and we should. Yeah, do that stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but we do, we need people to do that if they can do it, but there's lots of options. Um, I remember we went to Quantico. I have a friend that works at the FBI training Academy. They're looking, they're always looking for people. You have to have a degree though. I think you have to have at least a bachelor's degree right. and they're looking for people to have some kind of law enforcement or military, um, you know, uh, experience. Yeah. For the FBI. So, um, like, for example, you know, they're looking sometimes it's things you don't think like they're looking for people who are pharmacists. Right. Because they're doing all these there's all this drug busts and stuff like that going on now. Uh, A lot of the over and under the counter stuff, um, you know, there's there's issues going on with it. So there's very interesting things that people can do out there if your mind is open to that. And then there's some people that their minds just not open to anything. From what I understand, I think for the FBI, because I had looked into it before I got into my graduate program. And basically the way it works, I think you need a bachelor's degree. And then you also have to have at least three years of experience, like within a career. Mm-hmm. I believe, yeah, at least three years. So yeah. once you have, like, if, you've got, if you've got a couple of years of uh, law enforcement, stuff like that helps. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Something like that as well, too. Mm-hmm. Or military experience, anything like that. Yeah, it's very tough, though. Um, lots of people apply, I think. I think every six months they put like 75 people or something like that into the school. Yeah. It's very selective. Yeah. Sure. And, and I think only like 25 of those people graduate. Yeah. And then the, yeah. the physical requirements are no joke, man. I, I thought it was like, just uh, whatever, like, you know, a little PE, but uh, it's, it's pretty serious. You got to <laughs> run a lot. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it's the real deal. Oh boy. Yeah. It, it is, it is, um, it is difficult, but it's doable, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Obviously, it is. Yeah. You just if have to, young. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think anyone could do it. Yeah. I was reading something recently that they were saying like males peak at like the age of like forty-four or something like that in oh. terms of like physical strength and things like that. Like if you look at like uh like Mr. Olympia right now, you know mm-hmm. these are not guys in their twenties necessarily. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's all mental, man. It's all in your head. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with that. You know, but when you're young, that helps. Oh, I <laughs> heard nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Being uh, young and, and having, uh, you know, young, hung and full of, you know what? <laughs> young, dumb and full of. Oh. Yeah. Oh, speaking you know. of that, I meant to mention this on the thing the other day. Did you see the story on? I saw it on Fox News about uh, speaking of, uh, of, uh, of 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 male semen. Um, <laughs> yeah, Walter, thanks for that. Segment. The uh, the chick who um, I guess went down on her man and she he was taking penicillin. And she was allergic to it, mm. and I guess she swallowed a mouthful of that and uh, had a reaction. Had to get oh. treated for a aller- allergic reaction. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> it was that on Fox News. I was reading <laughs> it, ER. going, "Oh wow, okay, that's pretty. Oh, well, I guess it could happen." Yeah. Yeah, Jafari H says, "Is it wrong for me to be getting so hot and bothered whenever I see the Barrett?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it happens that's cool. to the best of us. Yeah. You know, I got I got a Barrett somewhere around here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, me too. Look yeah, right me there. Too, yeah. By the way, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Let's get around here. Yeah. Is that the M eighty two? Nice. It's not technically a Barrett legally. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I also got a tank. I got a tank. Oh, I, yeah. Uh-huh. I can't stop you there, man. Yeah. You got me on that tank, one. So. Uh, got a couple of things. Yeah. Got a couple of things here. I'm still getting all the tchotchkes up there. So listen, uh, let's see. We got a couple of time here. There's a few things I wanted to hit. Um, I think I just posted this. You guys saw the uh, New York Post thing I just put up. Vermont, Vermont town swears in goat as new mayor who immediately defecates. 
<laughs> Lincoln, the three-year-old newbie and <laughs> new mayor of Fairhaven, Vermont. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for that little bit. <laughs> yeah, was elected last week as Fairhaven, Vermont's pet mayor with 13 votes. <laughs> See, look, if a freaking goat can get elected in Vermont... You can go out there and you can run to become your local mayor, <laughs> sheriff, right? Right or wrong? Exactly. Uh, what are you guys uh, out there? All right, all right. Let me just say this: If you're going to run for sheriff, please, 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 be have a little bit of some kind of experience. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, somewhere, you know, uh -huh. you know. Don't this playing Gears of War count as experience? Yeah, um, just something. <laughs> no. Please, please, please. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Boom. Everything yeah. else, it don't matter. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Go, got elected <laughs> mayor. Um, here's another one that I'm going to share. And I know Tyvin is asking me to get Andrew to um, hold up. Oh, I didn't put up that link. Hold on. I'll put that one up. Here, let me put this this up in the thing. Yeah, um, Tyvin and some other people want to see the Barrett. So if you can. Well, you can see it. Open your eyes. It's right behind it. Okay. Yeah. Let me uh, give a we'll little lock it. We'll lock it on him. Hope you guys can check that out. Let me show you the ammunition in case you guys Look want to the, see. Yeah, that's what makes the bang bangs. Yeah, this is what makes it go bang. What uh what what are those? Oh, this is a 50 BMG, just some ball ammunition. Just ball? Okay. Yeah, yeah I was just wondering if that's the uh, the high end stuff or no, I do have some high end stuff. It's not on me here, but yeah, I definitely have like the hornady stuff. Let me actually grab it real quick. It's pretty impressive to check out. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Armament and Axes wants to remind you guys that, that they're going to be giving away the Mini 50 uh, for their for his uh, 500 sub giveaway. So, you know, cool. um, you guys can check that out. Okay. Um, What's up? On Fox News, did you see the article about the man who held the drug-fueled death party for his ailing wife? Charged no. murder? Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to see the mugshot of this dude. Um, oh, send me a link. Put a link here. Oh, means so if you guys want to check out, like you can see the difference between the, the ball and then the match grade there. Uh, yeah. The Hornady is at the Amex. It's the tip. Just the tip. Yeah, just the tip. Yeah, it's Hornady Amex. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. And then you guys want to check out the Barrett. It's a little heavy. Yeah, so what scope do you have on there? Oh, it's a Night Force. Night Force, okay. Yeah. Good yeah, choice. So, so it's a Night Force. And then let me see if I could... Get the suppressor in there. I don't know if you guys what's can see that, that. What's that suppressor? So it's actually from Barrett. It's the Barrett one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you just didn't get like one of those $25 Amazon um, scopes. <laughs> oh, come you, know, on, I, man. you know, I get them all the time, like <laughs> reviews on and people always give me crap. I actually put it on my scar just to do like, uh, just to test it out to see if it could handle the 308. Yeah. And the scar is like known for like breaking scopes. So I thought it'd be a good test, but if you see like the comments in that video, like everyone's like ranking on me about like, why would you put that on the scar? Did it survive? It did actually. I mean, I got pretty good. It held zero, but I didn't do like a really extensive test. It was probably just like a hundred rounds or less that I did on it. Mm -hmm. But from, for what it's worth, you know, it did survive. I think it was like 40 bucks and it's, it goes up to like 25 magnification or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I know yeah. there was some controversy out there um, about it. I think I heard something about that. Um, I know that I got sent one of those crazy cheap scopes, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't do anything with it. I'm not, look, you get whatever you could afford. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I made a video for people that maybe don't have the money. They're doing a really cheap build. You know, if, if they want to yeah. see like what, what you could get for 40 bucks, you know, that's it. This thing costs, like, I think, two grand behind me. So, yeah. you know, it depends on what kind of glass you want to buy. If you drop five grand on a gun and you don't have any money left, get whatever scope you could afford. If it lasts <laughs> a couple of days, it lasts a couple of days and you learn a lesson. Get to some airsoft <laughs> clamp on iron sights. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm being facetious, but I'm not. $20 for a set of uh, Magpul knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get put iron sights on there. That's always good. There you go. um, Hank, since time. you're from New York, you did hear about the mob killing, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yep. Yep. Um, I heard about that, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Yep. Live by the sword. New York was safe, though. Well, it's. <laughs> That's not a good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> not only is there mafia, the mafia is getting killed. Wow, what happened to what happened in New York? Well, they always have done that. That's nothing. Yeah, there. there was a reporter from Rolling Stone magazine that told me New York is safe. It's like, dude, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Compared to, I don't know. Yeah, Afghanistan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Afghanistan or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's talk about this thing I just posted up there. This is on Gizmodo. Phone stops arrow when absurdly yeah. lucky man. So tries yeah, to smartphone stops arrow when absurdly lucky man tries to photograph attacker, as as you heard echoed by Walter there. Um, Apple likes to tout its smartwatch heart tracking features as being able to potentially save a user's life one day, but a man in Nimbin's, uh, New South Wales, Australia may owe his life to his smartphone, which stopped an arrow fired by an assailant while he was trying to snap a photo. Who shoots arrows at people? Um, uh, well, people don't have guns. Yeah. See, when they take guns away from you, <laughs> wait, <laughs> they think that magically stops you from killing people's asses. <laughs> uh, see, and the 39-year-old att alleged attacker was arrested at the scene, charged with armed with intent to commit an indictable of offense. That should be attempted murder. I mean, an arrow going at you. This is in New Zealand, so they got fancy words for it. Yeah. Um, assault. A, indictable. A, indictable. Maybe indictable. Encasing actual bodily harm and malicious damage. Okay, whatever that stuff is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he tried to kill that mofo. Yeah. I'm going to put that arrow in his freaking head. That's what he's yeah. going to do. That's interesting. So your smartphone can save you. Yeah. At least if you get lucky, one in a kajillion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't try this at home. Once in a kajillion. <laughs> it's like that cop. I, saw, I saw a story about a cop that he actually got shot in his Glock and his Glock actually took a bullet. Oh, yeah. Well, I believe so, that. I believe that. That could, you know. Yeah. Freak accidents happen. Oh, in Las Vegas. Remember the, not Las Vegas, the Orlando shooting. I think somebody got hit in the helmet. I think a cop trying to go in. And like that's his life too. And yeah, I know like in, in that period of time, I don't know if they're still trying to push for it now, but they were really like gun ho about like trying to get uh, all these like police officers to kind of like tone down and look more friendly, wear less body armor, wear less. <laughs> oh yeah. That'll save you. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. And it's, all, it's all supposedly about public appearance, trying to make the cops look more friendly, but I don't understand how you could like force someone to be more unsafe in their job. You know, why don't you, why don't you tell people to be more friendly to the cops? Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, you know, or just be more civil in general. And that would probably take, uh -huh. it probably fix the problem, right? Because all the drugs and the alcohol uh, 
and the uh, that's the, the problem. The sex and the lights and the gambling in uh, in Las Vegas totally soothes and calms you. <laughs> doesn't make you doesn't make you fucked up at all. <laughs> all right, so let's see. I did you guys just see this link that I put up there? Because you know we gotta hit we gotta uh, hit some three uh, D build. I saw that. Yeah, impressive three D printed HKG eleven prop build. Uh, okay. That looks like a space gun. It's a definitely a bullpup. That was one of yeah. That was speaking of space gun. That was one of HK's space guns. Yeah, every um, Walter. Did they sell these in America? They never made those anywhere. Oh, they never made them. Oh. It was strictly that thing, a caseless ammo yeah. thing. I the H, yeah, so this is the H and K G eleven. Yeah, I likes it. Uh, it's no, it's, it's so ugly. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like as I look up on the wall here. I don't know if I can show you pictures. Let me turn my camera on here. Uh, okay. I Let's actually see. have an original poster from. The uh, let me see if I can get it to aim up there. If I can aim, and it a nice there. skull uh, collection. Uh, that's what we like. That's what Walter and I get along. I'm going the wrong way, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not focusing on. It's behind. It's I right see there. it. Yeah, that poster yeah. back there for the uh, XM8. You remember that that mm -hmm. boondoggle? Mm -hmm. that the U.S. military almost adopted the XM8, which is basically just a an HK uh, a G36 with plastic on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because but because because the army guys wanted it to look cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, look. That's that's who's in charge of, uh, of 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 weapons in the U.S. military. People just want it to look cool. Yeah. Is there something wrong with looking cool? <laughs> yeah, until you have to use it and melt. <laughs> it better work. It, it sits out in the sun <laughs> in Afghanistan and melts in the in the sun. Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> or you or you you fire five hundred rounds through it when you're being assaulted and the thing melts. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true it's got to be functional yeah you know I, I think you need both you need beauty and function right can't uh, say i'll it. take function over beauty any day yeah um, but <laughs> beauty doesn't hurt beauty, beauty doesn't hurt well it, it's always nice to have something that's that's designed nice but you know let's say like it's so like, like a lot of these that these like bull pups are all plastic and i just can't do it sorry speaking mm -hmm. of beauty guys i have a gun i wanted to show you guys all before right. i head out because i gotta go in a little bit but this is here, uh, 1961 AK from Russia. Ooh. Oh, cool. very nice. Cool. Yeah. What's the What's the make? Uh, it's uh, Ishevsk, and it was all made. It was imported by Legion. Okay. And I have like a hello cheat sheet here on some paper on in case you guys are interested. But it was a 1961 uh, Ishevsk AKM uh, with a parts kit that it was built on. But everything's like matching serialized numbers and um, cool. it's pretty much like pretty pristine quality. You know, I, I checked it out and it looks pretty cool. And uh, I picked it up actually from uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Mishako. You know, are you guys familiar with that uh, YouTube channel? Misha? No. Mm -mm. Uh, it's a pretty cool guy. He's very knowledgeable um, okay. and he's actually blind. And okay. <laughs> and what he does is, you know, he'll review guns and things like that. I think his company's called Ozark Arms. OK, I've actually bought like two guns from him, but he's extremely knowledgeable and uh, pretty cool channel. And you'll see like he'll go out to the range, obviously, with someone else and he'll just like shoot into the dirt and stuff. But uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. OK, so did you do a video on that already or are you going to do it? You guys are the first ones to ever see it on oh, the Internet. Sweet. OK, yeah. So, Let me know when the video comes out, man. Yeah, I definitely want to do a video on it. It's going to yeah. be a little more like historical and go through it and kind of show you guys exactly because it, it's everything like Russian built 100 percent. 
Yeah, flopping garbage says very pretty AK. Very now, pretty AK. no plastic. All it's all about AKs are all about function. Boom. Yeah. Now they look nice. Yes, they do look nice. Yes, but it's all about working. It's getting. It's the all about working, through. except if it gets dirty. If it gets any mud or grime, that AK will run with the mud. No. Shit. Did you see? Did you see that uh, Brandon, the AK guy, did a video where he put a bunch of mud? I think that someone else did a did a torture test of an AK. AKs cannot take as much. No guns can really handle a bunch of dirt and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, uh, under normal circumstances, when it stops working, it gets cleaned out. Mm -hmm. You don't just say it don't work. Yeah, the beauty of an AK is it like, but but so like an AR. It's also I'm not trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I know it's. You can clean them very easily. Pull the top which, cover off, pee on it, wash it out, and keep going. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's what lots of guns out there. Okay, so I know we got to wrap this up here. Okay, Andrew's got to go, um, and then I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people. I was going to talk about the Tesla Model Y that's getting announced, but I think it looks like it's a, not announced yet. It, it, the cover, the car covered up, looks like a uh, a Prius. I think it's supposed to be some kind of SUV. We'll see what it is. We'll talk about it tomorrow. It could be just fucking with people to make them get all riled up, and then it's a completely different car than it's underneath the cover. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what it is. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So, uh, Andrew, what do you want the people to know out there before you get going, man? Uh, just check out my, my channel, man. It's growing, and I'm basically going to be doing a pretty big uh, giveaway soon. So I have that 10,000 uh, subscriber giveaway I want to be doing. If you guys have ideas, you know, drop in the comments or, like, you know, let me know on my channel what you guys want me to do with it. But I'm still kind of brainstorming to see what I want to do. I kind of want to do something special. But, you know, that's pretty much it. And check me out on my Instagram, at We Run Guns. Uh, that's that way I get to communicate with people and stuff. And pretty much it, man. Subscribe to Hank and Walter. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I encourage everyone to go. You over said there. you had a lot of holsters. How about a holster a day? Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe. I have yeah, a, I literally have a box holsters. Holsters, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you have 10 holsters? Give away 10 holsters. <laughs> yeah, 30 holsters. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, Walter, how can the people follow you out there? What can uh, they? Uh, sorry. Facebook, Instagram, um, some Twitter too. Um, and then I got to post some more stuff on Gunstreamer. I got some good stuff I got to put up there, but yeah. Plus, there's um, also um, on YouTube and Gunstreamer is um, Mower Death for you guys like the, And it's got some old videos of shooting lawnmowers and weed whackers and stuff like that. But it's cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I encourage you guys to check out Safety Harbor Firearms. Check out We Run Guns. Um, if you're not subscribed here, please do subscribe. This is the Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded channel. Subscribe and then... Uh, you know, ring the bell so that you can be notified. If you want to find us on Instagram, I'm, you know, you can search everything Hank Strange, but we have WMMF underscore podcast. Um, that is the sp podcast specific thing where I'm trying to throw up stuff and all that when, when I'm not totally aggravated at social media. So uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone for joining us. We're, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be here Friday. We'll see you guys. Uh, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Yeah. See ya.